Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Co-Optional Podcast. It is the 21st of July, 2015, in the year of our Lord, I suppose. Is it that order? Are you supposed to do in the year of our Lord and then the date? Is that sacrilegious? I think think you're supposed to do... According to Braveheart. The year year of our Lord and then the date. Right. So uh, basically that was just blasphemy then, right? I'm going to hell, correct? You ruined everything, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm internet hell. Oh my Every god. Time. Internet hell. Internet hell. Seconds We're already in, in internet hell. Already go- I was no! going to say, I can tell you about internet hell. Don't worry. It's one of those days. Cheers. <laughs> mm. What is that? Bold Rock, Carolina Hard Cider. It is delicious. Oh my god. I thought it was mm. I thought it was Bud Light Lime. I was about to literally Are you fucking kidding me? I'm British. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm pretty sure I lose my passport and citizenship if I go within two miles of that shit. No, oh. honestly, they'd make you an honorary citizen if you drank Bud Light. They'd be like, that motherfucker's drinking Bud Light Lime. Someone's got give to. Him a, give him an American flag. I was going to say, they forced John no. Oliver to do it. Oh, it's the worst. Paps. So mm. gross. If he was drinking a Paps, that's when everybody would be like, I don't even know what a Paps is. What, what is a Paps? Blue Ribbon? What, what EBR? Oh, Blue Ribbon. They won a Blue Ribbon in, in the 1800s, no. and they have not <laughs> removed it from that label since. Oh, yeah. Yep, good. Yep. Uh, I am drinking probably my last attempt at making a respectable coffee drink from Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf. I don't think I'm ever going back. I just keep trying because it's right there and it's so convenient. And I'm just going to drive the extra, like, four minutes it takes to get to a Starbucks in the future. Not me. I go back there because the drive-thru girl keeps hitting on me and it makes me feel (laughs) weird. And I love it. But I she still think on we should go through too. at the same time. Yeah, she gives she gives both of us sultry eyes. So I think if we came through on the same car, she would like she might the be off the a little bit. I smell a sitcom. <laughs> I want. And I then that would actually be the worst sitcom. Roommates. Wah, wah. That's yeah. not where I thought you were gonna go. Oh, oh. well. <laughs> roommates first. Well, roommates oh, first. Right? That's and that's then, a and lot then it becomes of, a weird romantic comedy. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of threes not company work that I'm not really. I'm not willing to go that far. Well, it's the Grokster mm-hmm. Podcast. We do occasionally talk about video games. Jesse, welcome back from the land of the damned. As oh, you my God. It. Can I just say I love Evo so much, but Vegas is like just a fucking cesspool. Just, <laughs> just, just the worst. The worst. I, I love Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> I, I enjoy Vegas every time I go there. What did you do wrong or which bit did you go you to? Like no, man. Because you get to shoot lots of guns. It's fun. I <laughs> yes. I'm, just, I'm not denying it. You know there are only so many places with MG42s. I mean, come on. It is. It's. Uh, I mean, I can't say that I had a bad time at Vegas this year. I day one played a uh, played craps and won two hundred dollars. Took that two hundred dollars. Day two sat down next to this. I don't know who he is. He's apparently a big wig at Evo. I have no idea who this dude is. He was like giving me high level crap strategies. He was like, do this and this and this and this. I listened to the dude, walked away with 600 bucks. I was like, I turned, I turned 200, 600. And then I went uh, and played a, a slot machine called Magical Butterfly, won the you jackpot, which was only 50 bucks, oh. but won the jackpot. And I was like, I, I can't lose. And then I, the last day, I lost, lost $200. And I was like, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta cut this off. I gotta cut. But I still walked away a winner, so I can't complain. It's the first time I've ever left Vegas with money. I left with money, and I was so happy. I was like, yay. But, we, uh, we leave with money all the time. I'm not entirely sure how I she don't. does it, but Jen consistently is winning lots and lots of money on slots, which 
generally speaking, like, there's no skill involved in slots at all. So, really, at some point she's going to lose, but that hasn't happened yet. So does she do does she do the hovering thing where she like stands next to somebody who's losing a lot and waits for them to get really frustrated and leave, and then no. she plays and wins it? No, <laughs> because... at least maybe maybe she does. Maybe she just lies. I mean, I usually just go off, uh, play video bugger for an hour, and get a bunch of free drinks, and that's okay, and lose a little bit of money. And then she's like, "Yeah, I won like the two thousand dollars." Like you what? Uh, it's normally also the wheel it's like, of fortune machines apparently my very first game normally goes really well if i take out just like a 20 and i'm like all right i'm just mm -hmm. gonna use this 20 on the first machine that looks fun and then just see if i win some money normally i'll i'll win money that very first time but if i keep pushing it i won't <laughs> i'll lose all of it oh, oh yeah. so i, was, I normally I just make the money mad. and then i walk away <laughs> i had people mad at me i went uh i was hanging out one night with the warp zone guys and lisa foils oh my god guys i have to tell you a story it's amazing all right so we went to the Hard Rock Cafe because we were going to go see a show. It was an erotic boudoir show. And uh, uh, it was called Crazy Girls. I'm going to skip over my gambling story because this is much better. It okay. Was Crazy <laughs> Girls. It was called Crazy Girls. And it's apparently the longest review show in Vegas. And guys, I'm going to spoil the ending for you. <laughs> yes, because we go whole, for the story, right? Whole, no, dude. There was a story going on there, but I don't know what it was, but it was crazy. There was the, the, the end of it. A girl comes out with a giant stuffed penis. Mass. It's like a stage, the size of the stage. <laughs> I don't the know why size I wasn't of the expecting stage. that. Mm -hmm. And she like grinds and rides this thing and like, it is next level weird. Then she turns to the audience and ejaculates this giant penis onto the audience and it sprays white like shit all over it was i literally my face the entire time was just like <laughs> everyone was cracking up just staring at me because i couldn't believe what i was seeing it was so crazy Wait, was it like confetti? i highly recommend it was she just like yes confetti like, it was confetti. Like confetti just popped out that's amazing it that was, sounds like the best show was, was this a vegas show or a guar concert i've got to ask it was it was it was apparently it's the longest running show in Vegas. It was. I was like, I get it now. I, I get it. Here's here's also my problem. It's a show where it's like a topless review show, so it's a lot of like dancing and singing. It's not a strip. Like, yeah, you want it to be a strip club, but it's not. It's no. a lot of dancing and singing and no, like you you pay like, you pay a lot of money to get some boob, like limited boob, but you also yes, have to endure the musical elements. Yeah, they had a comedian. Like it was, you know, it's like an old timey. Like, hey, it's an old timey show. Um, it was it was a shit ton of fun. I will say that we were significantly drunk, so it might have been not as I good think as we required, to be. honestly. But holy crap, that ending was maybe the craziest thing I've ever seen. I had a good story about gambling, not nearly as good as a giant stage-sized penis shooting confetti on everyone. My God, that town is <laughs> the great. I it's like a bit still, odd, yes. I've not been to Vegas ever, so I just get to like soak up all of these stories, and then one day I'll go. Yeah, I know. Je Jesse and uh, the Warp Zone guys were all texting me though, being like, "Where the fuck are you? Why That's aren't you at your Evo?" Twitter feed all weekend was like, "I wish I was at Evo. Oh, I'm watching <laughs> Evo. I want to go to." We're like, you literally could have come with us next year. Just but come with I got us. I got to sit on my couch with my cats and also watch Evo. <laughs> Those things together both the happened at once. The difference between at home and not and interact in with crowd. human beings at any point during the weekend. Oh, the crowd. Aside from though, JP, JP and I were on Skype, just like, 
Yo, that, are you watching this he shit? He doesn't count. Holy shit. He doesn't count. He doesn't count as a human? No. Did you know? All he does is that he's a stream manufacturing machine. That's all he does. He has no actual personality. That's okay because I'm a robot too. So together, we can be you robot are. friends. You are. You are. You are. They ran out of parts, so you're about half a robot. But they, yep. they nailed it. They were like, the parts uh, we wanted her great. to be normal sized, but we had to take out some <laughs> of the legs and some of the torso. And ah, she looks passable. <laughs> yeah, she's fine. <laughs> no, uh, well, this is just, I'm you know, head up on webcam. Nobody's going to notice the difference, yeah. you know? It's yep. fine. She, she now we know ready, why you didn't show up at Evo. That, she is a ready, Reddit ready robot. The three R's. <laughs> yep. yep. Oh, yes, I heard about that. Oh, about oh, I, me I love the finally, like, finally having my front page debut on yeah. Reddit with that yeah. masturbation gif again. It makes the rounds <laughs> constantly on Imager, and then it finally wound up on Reddit, and everybody can was I, like, wait, what the fuck is she actually doing? I don't understand. Can I ask a fundamental question of, I assume, young gentlemen who saw that uh, gif and then immediately were like, yeah, that's hot. <laughs> what is hot about this? I, I swear to God, I, <clears throat> I'm going to try and reenact it for you. What is hot about the like the shake the like the weird like I'm shaking but blankly staring into nothing, <laughs> and then and then then it's that's it that's all that happens uh, that's all that happens and people are like furthermore God damn that's hot it's like what for, furthermore I would like to point out to those who are perhaps not experienced in such matters that's kind of how guys do it not really not really how girls do it that's actually not at all how girls do it so just just want to point this out uh if you're into that sort of thing i'm not gonna judge you i'm not gonna judge you but i'm just i'm making you aware just to avoid embarrassment in the future okay well i think like most most of the responses that i saw thought that the end was funny like like the shaking and then the and then the yes the like awkward like uh... which it is you know it is absolutely funny no doubt about that but not you know i i, I like the comments like who the fuck watches this shit i'm like i know right i've been trying to figure that out for the last three years i'm There's so happy a, uh... you made it to the front page in the weirdest way possible yeah <laughs> yeah no I, I commented on it and i was like finally my day has come <laughs> <laughs> it finally happened i got on reddit cheers everybody congratulations <laughs> Congrats. Mm -hmm. Congrats. Don't open your inbox. Ever. Oh, it's open right now. Oh, God. <laughs> don't worry. There's nothing weird in there. Uh, there might be. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, not gonna I'm not gonna look too deep. I knew you didn't have the guts to look. <laughs> you can't trick me. Okay. All right. Well, we're gonna let's let's talk Evo because obviously you watched a lot of it. I I maybe I saw two minutes of the best Killer Instinct comeback ever. And I actually didn't see any of the rest. I, I, oh I know. God. I saw a little like, bit of MK, but that was about it. Out of everything, I didn't watch very much of Killer Instinct and I didn't watch very much of Mortal Kombat. Like, those are the two that I sort of just kind of slept through because, like, both of them, I don't know, they're, they're much slower paced fighting games, which is fine. It it yeah. just doesn't, like, but, grab my attention as hang on, but, but you watched uh ultra street fighter 4 which is like a very defensive kind of very slow paced fighting game yeah it was amazing but, i don't care it like, was so good i mean i know yeah, i love I ultra street fighter 4 but i don't think it's slower than killer instinct but i think it's sort of like it's kind of like 
if I were to walk into a situation not knowing anything about StarCraft and watched a StarCraft match, I would probably be like, what? This is mm. so boring. Mm. But because I've watched Street Fighter so much, I can yeah, watch yeah. it and, and know what's going on, right? And yeah. like what they're doing. Whereas with Mortal Kombat and Killer Instinct, I don't watch people play those games. So it's not, I'm not able to appreciate the strategies, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, community-wise, being there... It was very obvious why they put Smash 4 and Killer Instinct the day before. Because yeah. it's one of those things where even the people who love Smash gave zero shits about Smash 4. Like, Smash 4 was super cares. hype, though, still. Like, it was yeah. really fun to watch. It was, it was cool. I think that Killer Instinct was a lot of fun to watch, too. I loved the ending. The last few rounds of Mortal Kombat I thought were great. I feel like the transition from Guilty Gear into Mortal Kombat was rough. Like, Guilty Gear, the end of Guilty Gear was so over-the-top oh. fucking wild that when it went to Mortal Kombat, say, everyone was just like... Out of everything, that what surprised me the most was how much fun I had watching Guilty Gear. Because I've Guilty never Gear watched Guilty fucking Gear beautiful? Like, it's yes. oh my the god, that game is... The characters are super surreal and yep. bizarre. And, like, yep. it's it's got that Skullgirls quality that I really like. Hey, Faust. And... Oh, Faust is, like, totally Skullgirls. Faust yeah. is, like, just weird. There's Who a character that's this? literally a bed. Like, it's, yeah. she's yep. a bed. <laughs> but she but fights. Like, watching them fight, I was like, this is, like, really fun to watch. And I know nothing about this game, you know? Like, that, that really, really surprised me. I was totally wrapped up in guilty gear while that was going on they um... it's a wonderful game it's a hell of a lot of fun and they they make it look gorgeous it is actually in 3d some people are like is it still hand drawn no it's, it's fully 3d rendered in i think it's unreal 4 now if mm -hmm. I, or it might just be unreal 3 but it looks like it would be hand drawn it's that what? and that's what's so crazy that about it is it uh, playstation is it, 4 it, and xbox one gotcha. it is it Sorry, has that hand-drawn vibe but then when they unleash whatever they call specials in that game it goes like 3d yeah, and it's um, like the transition's amazing. Everyone in the audience was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, you basically, you knock you knock them in the it. air, and then it twists 3D, and you can follow them up into the air to do an air juggle. Uh, it's actually fairly easy to do; like, it doesn't take a lot of effort at all. That game does a good job of teaching you how to do stuff, but it also has like five different colored counters and uh, this thing. It's like you can't even pronounce what this is, but it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. That that game has an incredible soundtrack. It's got a fucking bonkers story, and the character lineup is amazing. It's really really great so for those who have never been to evo and i probably mentioned this last year during last year's post evo thing here's the way it works friday is pools for like half the games and so you go in and there's an area with vendors and you can play different games this year the games were <clears throat> that god awful uh anime game where it's like a fighting game the oh, one you guys tried was... j stars yes. victory yeah. that was oh there. god that game is so bad um, they had a huge Street Fighter V area where you could play the game. They uh, Splatoon was there. Nintendo had a big setup, which was weird. Um, they had Splatoon guys... was a lot of the ads too. Most of yeah, the ads they, were Splatoon had... ads. And it's because I guess now they're making a lot of stuff like team matches and things where they they're trying to make it esports worthy. So mm -hmm. I guess that's their next plan with it. Uh, Mad Cats had a huge area set up with the new oh god uh, Guitar Hero. So people were playing that. Um, I'm trying to think what other games. There are a bunch of, like, indie fighter games and uh, then just vendors and stuff. But then you go in to the main hall and there's 40, 50, 60, 70 TV areas set up with all these mini crowds around them. And it's just hundreds of games of Street Fighter 
and Tekken and Smash and Marvel and shit being played. And it's crazy. Like, you can just sit and watch one game or move around, watch all the different ones, and it's nuts. And then on the big screens, they put, like, some of the bigger players or the further rounds up on those. And, uh, it like, day one's just this giant clusterfuck of, of I don't know where I'm going to go, but there's so much happening that it's it, you know, there's something to do yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Day two, uh, the first half of the day is the exact same. The second half is when they start doing the finals. And so day two finals were Killer Instinct, Tekken, unless Tekken was the first day, I don't remember, Tekken and Smash 4. Yeah. And uh, every, I mean, those were great. I can't remember, I'll be honest, because I think I'm yesterday clouded my memories of Saturday. I can't remember if there was any amazing, like, moments from those. I just don't remember. I functionally don't uh... remember. I really don't remember either. I feel like a lot of the the really tense stuff happened on yeah. Sunday. Some very weird things happened on Friday, like the two dudes who went up for the qualifiers and took off their shirts. That was Friday. Which was amazing. Which was so look weird. This up. <laughs> look this up on the internet, guys. So Friday, I, these guys go up to play. White dude gets all like anger hyped, rips off his shirt. Then he takes his shirt and drops it on the Asian dude's he, like, shoulder. Puts like, what it up? On his shoulder? Like, what <laughs> up? And so the Asian dude just goes, fun, rips his shirt off. And other two shirtless men play. It was incredible. On the main I, stage. This was on like the number one mage, main stage for oh, Evo, just wow. shirtless playing their game. I think it was Street Fighter qualifiers. It I was can't so remember. good. They were so hyped. Like, I can't even describe to you, like, watching it, I don't know if you get the room reaction watching it on the stream, but in the room, rarely is it like people just chilling there's so much hype constantly going on especially as the day progresses on sunday that it's it's insane insane isn't even the word like it's just crazy oh i I um, I think i found the match oh my god (laughs) i'm not sure if it shows the camera though it, oh, it, it, oh, oh, there we go. Def- oh, they hello. definitely it, showed right. him. Take all right, off their uh, hang on a minute. Yeah. I'm waiting for it to show up on the stream. Fantastic. <laughs> there we go. We got all of four seconds of skin. There you go. You got your money's worth. Why did this happen? <laughs> Nobody knows. Dude, it's amazing. Yeah. Oh, you, you just got the end of it. Yeah, the beginning the, the, of the match. So yeah, the start. Them. The start doesn't seem to be there, from what I can tell. Like the. Oh man, shake, it was so funny. <laughs> they do their key rebinding, and then they select the characters, and then they just go. They they're not showing anything before that on this video. Ah, so. that sucks. Um, That's- yeah, the other thing that happened on Friday that really made me laugh, but this was just like it just happened to be this way when I turned the stream on i turned the stream on and i was watching i think it was melee qualifiers i'm not sure uh it was smash but i turned on the stream it was two dudes one guy died once so he was only down one stock he got pissed rage quit and just walked away and they were like did that guy just is he okay well the other guy wins (laughs) i was like what (laughs) like there was there was was a moment yeah gonna be in a qualifier now died once and was just like Fuck it. <laughs> Walked out. I, it was bizarre. I think it was it was either Friday or Saturday, and I think it was Smash, and I can't remember who it was, and it's gonna drive me crazy. I know I'll get a message from one of the people who were there, but a dude is playing this this guy's playing another guy on stage. He loses the first uh set and then starts like bawling, like crying, and puts his hand down and is just like crying. And the guy next to him doesn't know what to do, so he's just sort of like 
and like puts his <laughs> hand on his shoulder. And then the game's not commencing. It's like a minute, two minutes, and everyone's just like, what's happening? And, the, and then <laughs> the second guy starts crying as well. Like there's a, I don't know, what, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. And, and then all of a sudden they just start. And then you start, and it's like, Aww. what just happened here, dude? I've never. The, it's crazy. The casters at the end of Evo, like after Street Fighter, they were both like crying as it was coming yeah. to a close, and I was like, oh guys. Oh no, those guys, yeah, they're amazing. That, mm -hmm. that was that was really cool. I imagine since they had to, like, I can't even imagine the like levels of focus and talking they had to do during because like, we don't hear the casters so during the the street fighter like top eight the amount of just like my heart blew out of my chest kind of insanity i don't even want to know what they were going through because the crowd was just yeah. like <sighs> um yeah it was when when it was all over and like uh you know they were all standing up there and getting their medals and stuff. They just like cut to the casters, and one of them was just like this. Oh, just, James like, Chen is crying. just like, yeah, crying. yeah. No, uh, just going through Sunday because Sunday was the craziest roller coaster ever. Um, the first major crazy thing to happen, besides Guilty Gear being really fun to watch, mm -hmm. was the people's champion, Oshige, who, yeah, <laughs> was going against the guy who ended up getting first place. And it's it was on ESPN today. Like, it's literally been all over the world at this point. He beats him. And Woshige beats this guy in one match. Thinks it's the entire game that he won. Oh. Stands up. Cheers. Like, starts going crazy. Meanwhile, the, the guy who got first place just starts killing him on the screen. Oh, just starts shit. destroying him. Yeah. And the guy notices, turns, Woshige notices, turns around, runs back, tries to fight loses and all you see is him just put his head on the ground like, oh, on the table fuck. it's so embarrassing it is maybe one of the funniest moments i've ever seen it was it's been all over the internet this dude got so excited he forgot he still had to play what what was the and guy's name again was she gay how do you spell that w-o-s-h-i-g-e-w-o-s-h-i-g-e -E. yeah it's on espn and everything too like it's it's one of those things that's just hilarious well, she so busts is not early. Yeah, that sounds about <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. He, um, this was like in one of the earlier rounds of top eight. So he ended up in loser's bracket and then he fought his way back. And like everyone started, like at first everyone was laughing at him because it was really embarrassing. But he came back and was so strong that everyone in the crowd was like, whoa, she gay. And like everyone was on his side. And, it, yeah. and he came back and he got to third place, which is great but from a guy who was like when he started he was in oh. winners and he was going against like like he almost had first basically and just lost it and everyone was like no oh man everyone i'm just seeing getting pounded into the corner there yeah yep. and then the other guy basically goes and does the same thing yeah stands up and cheers because because then he did win because well she yeah. had thought that it was that he had just won everything it was crazy Ooh. he came back though he got third very respectable the crowd loved him they all by the end of it everyone was just like we love you Oshige. so you know, everyone yeah. was pretty good sport about it. Although at the time, the crowd was like, dudes are rolling on the floor laughing. Like, it felt so bad. <laughs> everyone was giving him shit. Um, oh my. Uh, the, uh, the Melee Grand Finals were really fun to watch because <laughs> it was Armada versus Hungrybox. And Hungrybox Dude. is just like, 
such like like his persona as a player is just such a big douchebag and like i left the room i came back and he had taken his shades off and i was like oh shit hungry box is finally taking this shit seriously and armada's just like so serious the whole time if you followed any of my tweets or you followed smash uh, i will simply say this hungry box is the bad guy you need in a sport every (laughs) sport needs to have a heel hungry box showed up and was like i'm gonna go into top and he's a nice dude He's really nice. He's like friends with some of the other guys up there. So you know he's doing it all like for show. Shows up at top eight with shades on. Not, like stone cold face. Like earlier on, he was beating up little kids in Smash. Like he went into this tournament just like as an asshole. Got up on stage, continued being an asshole. He went, yeah, chat's right. He, he went like, full he Hollywood like- hungry box. He was just like complete asshole. And he was- Yeah, he kept doing things third, like- man. He was he Nobody was doing things like uh, running the timer out, and everybody yes. was like, "Boo!" Oh, time <laughs> he, was, he was using nice. uh, he was using Jigglypuff and just bouncing back and forth off the ledge and just floating because he was against all these foxes who were just firing lasers. And he was like, "Fine, I'm just gonna sit off the corner and let the time run out." Like he was doing super douchey stuff, and ev- and he just kept winning and winning and winning, and everyone was like, "Boo!" And I was like, "I love this guy He's so good." And then yeah, he went up against uh, Armada and and. It was like this clash of the Titans. Like, this is what you need. This is just like Marvel last year with Chris G versus uh, uh, Justin Wong. Justin, Jimmy, look, doesn't matter. <laughs> I feel so bad for those two. I confuse <laughs> them all the time. One of the Wongs. And um, it was, God, shut up, Internet. Jesse, what the fuck? Break. Come on. Give me a break. I, look, Come on. it's not my fault. Stop having Jay Wong. It's, you know, whatever. Um, Jay Wong. Jay Wong. And so, uh, yeah, it was crazy. It was an amazing moment. And everyone was just, like, losing their shits. And it was, it was really, really great. Um, and I loved, I loved just the, the, I don't know, the progression of emotion at the end of that match. Because, like, they sat there for a sec. And, again, like, Armada is just a very, like, stoic person. So they, like, sat there for a sec. And, it, like, Armada fully you know, realizes that he's won and he just stands up and you see this relief, just this pure, just like, I did it. You know, it was like so precious. But it was, but watching Hungrybox play was amazing because he started the top eight with shades. Then around halfway through, shades came off. Then he's just forgo, he like gave up with chairs. He no longer used chairs and just stood. He stood, that's right. (laughs) It was so good. Like he was just became the villain you had to root for. We were just like, this guy is so in it to win it and gives zero shits about people. I was like, when the crowd would boo him, he turned, like when he won, he turned the crowd and be like, what? Like he would <laughs> antagonize the crowd. It's like, oh, so good. Thank you. Thank you, Hungry Box. So um, that was great. And then and, uh, the problem is, is, is right before that was uh, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat, I thought the first maybe five matches were just so boring but then you started to see some really cool play and some really awesome abilities and i think by the end of it the crowd was like behind it but it was weird placement because i feel like they felt like it was going to be as the day went on it's getting more and more crazy like more and more people would show up more people would care but the way the end of guilty gear turned out it was just like last year with blaze blue it was mm-hmm. so amazing and then they go into the next stuff and you're like this is not as not as that last well, yeah. again, it's like super, super fast-paced, colorful, vibrant game, and then you're going into a much darker, slower-paced, methodical fighting game, and it just doesn't. Yeah. The hype doesn't carry over. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
I think Marvel this year was one of those things where, I mean, I was into it, but I, I everyone was hype except for me. <laughs> I think I'm just done with Marvel. I love Marvel. It's fast-paced and stuff, but I'm just like, it's the same thing every time. It's like the, the meta, very little changes. I'm glad this year most yeah. of the big guys, like Chris G and uh, Wong and, uh, oh, my God. Like, um, all the top people were not in it this year. I can't remember who made it. The, uh, Neo was, uh, Golden Boy Neo was it, was in it. But other than that, I can't remember any other big names that made it. I will say, uh, speaking of Golden Boy Neo, screw uh, whoever took his money. Some asshole at the con stole his backpack with all of his money and his trophy and shit in it. So, Ouch. fuck that dude. That sucks. That is that super That sucks so bad. Awful. I didn't know about that. Yeah. So that is horrible, and I hope that person, uh, I don't know, gets butt herpes. A change, a change of heart, and then sends it back to him. No, no I'd rather they get That'll butt herpes happen. inside their butt. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, but then, uh, and, and, and so I was kind of like, half out of that so any marvel fans out there who would love marvel sorry i don't really have very much insight this year well, i was like i don't know marvel yeah each year marvel just continues to prove to me that it doesn't i don't know for some reason it just feels like it doesn't take as much skill as the other games here's the thing it takes a shit ton of skill it doesn't translate well on screen yeah because on screen it looks is... it looks button mashy somehow mm -hmm. it just looks really mashy <laughs> The problem I've got with it is mostly that it seems like it's about who drops the combo first. Yes, mm -hmm. that's exactly what it is. I'm not a big fan of games that have combos that lengthy that you can't that there's no real way to break out of. Like one of the cool things about Killer Instinct is that there is a combo breaker, assuming that you. Uh, but you've got the thing is you've got to guess. It's not so much guess because at the high level it's predict what height attack is coming in. Because if you press right. the wrong combo combo breaker, you get a lockout. And you can't use your combo breaker, and then they just continue beating the shit out of you. But I, what I notice mostly from Marvel versus Capcom is that you know, there's there's a great deal of juggling for a very lengthy period of time. That yeah. I can understand why people like it. That's just not the kind of thing that I like watching. Yeah, yeah. games where you feel like the second neutral is broken, whoever got the first hit has got it. That doesn't yeah. it it doesn't create the same sort of like tense strategic atmosphere that other games can yeah I mean, but at the same time on another level but it's not yeah. the kind of level that i personally like watching yeah it's very very colorful and flashy and fun to watch and if you're like just getting into fighting games it's one of those things that will really get you really excited because so much shit happens plus it's marvel and capcom characters so you know who these people are you know kind of what the things they do are when they get specials off you're like oh that's fucking cool dr doom's doing some cool shit like, you get it, but at the same time, after watching it for a long time, you realize, like, there's o there's only so much. It's all strategy until a point where it's like, now I'm just going to juggle you and juggle you and juggle you, and then I'll kill your guy, and then I'm going to back off and try it again. Like, it's, I don't know, it's it's an interesting game that I think the more I watch of it, the less I'm interested, but it's still cool. I mean, you know, there's a few. The finals were awesome. I thought that, that it was pretty pretty great, but I had more fun watching the serve bots in the background because the the map they use yeah. is the white snow map because it's like league regulation and it's just serve bots building snowman and then when like a special gets off the snowman explodes and i'm like they just want to build their snowman <laughs> <God damn> it. <laughs> 
It's boring yeah. now because you can't play. You know, in Marvel vs. Capcom 2, you could actually play as Servbot. He was fucking awful. Yeah, I, he was great. Yeah, and <laughs> then they took it out. They took him out, so I don't care anymore. I'm sorry, I don't. Yeah, I want oh, my Servbot back. Uh, and then <sighs> the finals were Street Fighter, and Street Fighter was the coolest this year. I have <laughs> never had so many heart like and heartbreaks and heartaches. This year was great. This I mean, year, what amazed me, what I'm, and I, this is what I love about Street Fighter. Every major uh, character last year was not in the finals this year. Hmm. Like, almost, except for uh, uh, Adon, like, every other one was out. Like, it was all new characters, all new plays. It was great. What, what, what the were the finals? Who versus who? Um, Gamer B versus... Uh, uh, Momochi. Momochi, that's what, what it was. But it was uh, Mochi was playing as Ken, okay. and Gamer B was playing as Adon, and then he switched up to Elena, I believe. At the end, look, I don't remember what happened okay. at the end. Of it. But um, it was yeah, and so it was really cool. But I think the entire way going up to that was like, uh, I mean, we saw three games with like we saw guys mid game be like, I can't be this guy. I'm gonna switch to Jury, which. What as a massive fan, I was like, thank God you're yeah. actually playing her again. I was like, oh fucking shit, that's great. Cause maybe now she'll get included in five, which is great for me. Um, but like that was crazy. And so they switched to to like the one character I'm good at and like fucking started wrecking. And I was like, awesome. Then unfortunately they all they all ended up in two two matches where at the very end it was one set each and it was just came down to one last match and they lost every time. And I was like, no. But it was crazy. Um and, and the, then like, there was at the at the very very end, um, Momochi's uh, razor controller raz broke. razor controller just stopped working, Ooh, and so it that's paused not good the advertising game. for razor. Ugh. Yeah, oh, what makes it even better is the controller you got to replace it. Madcats, Madcats, <laughs> yeah. Oh. And razor razor tweeted out and was like, "Thanks so much to Madcats for like." Help, helping him out like we really appreciate that so at least they owned up to it and we're yeah, like yeah you kind of got to in that we get situation it. Our, our what other ways that deal with that you know yeah so um, yeah but like it, 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 as as you watch the entire thing go down there were all these really close matches like amazing matches uh gamer b the reason why he kept winning this is why i was just like i hate gamer b he would <laughs> always pick elena or adon and then he would proceed to either heal himself back to full and then yeah. run out the clock every single time ah. he would just stay in the back every single game that's the way he beat um i i who was playing as jury it's the way he built beat uh infiltration who then played as jury and i was just like god you son of a bitch you son of a bitch and so when he went up against um momochi at the end momochi was playing as ken and he was playing as adon and it was very close and then he started uh, momochi switched to evil uh, ryu which was his combos are amazing. Like, he was just fucking wrecking. Yeah. And so then uh, Gamer B switches to Elena in order to do the heal. And I was like, if he wins this shit by running out the time, I'm going to freak out. And then that's when the controller broke. And they're like, we're going to give him a game because that's, you know, if you have to pause the yeah. game, you get a I was like, if Gamer B wins this shit on a technicality, I'm just going to lose my mind. I was so happy Mochi won. I was like, I can't, I can't handle this. This guy sounds so like Floyd Mayweather of fighting Oh, games. that's pretty much well. how he played. He played like, I'm not going to touch you unless I know I can get my move off. And so he made everyone come to him. And then when he played as Elena, he would fight you, do enough damage. He'd heal, like he'd get, you know, down as far as you are, heal back up, and then wait for the clock to run out. And he'd win. He had so many timeout victories. I was like, F this dude. I'm F really surprised that so they put a character in that actually has a heal. Because that, isn't that her ultra, if I recall correctly? Yep. Yeah, I, it's one of the ones you can select. And isn't that the only character that has a heal? 
I, I think there Pretty might be sure one other, but is? I believe she's the only one. It's yeah, like, that seems like a, a little bit of a strange, like, exception. Yes, Doja. Question. So I was trying to, uh, I had a, I had a friend who was watching this game as like her very first fighting game tournament experience and she was so confused and it wound up making me super confused i understand that if like regardless if there's a situation where you pause the game the other person gets the game i understand why that is what i didn't understand was why they were like so gamer b did the right thing and uh when it was unpaused he just like hit momochi enough that he was just slightly under him and then let the time run out so that they mm -hmm. could get him another controller while the time was running out. What I didn't yeah. understand was since that game had already been paused, why couldn't they just pause it until he got a controller well, for the next match? Cause they were like, the rule... he needs to get a controller by the time the match is over. And I was like, no, the, the rule states, no matter what gamer B, uh, whoever presses pause in this case, it was Mochi. Whoever right. presses pause forfeits a, a round. Right. So yeah. no matter what he had won the first round, so then the next round, they they turned it back on, and then he got the he punched him just to get enough so the timer when it ran out, he would right. get that round. So Gamer B won that round no matter what. He just did it on screen so that he'd get it through the, no, the time. No, 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 no. I understand that. What I'm saying is they were like, we need to get Momochi a controller before this time runs out so that he has a controller for the next match, for the final match. And I was like, but this game that we're on right now has already been paused. So yes. we already know it's Gamer B's game. Why can't we pause this until he gets a controller so that he's not uh, I mean, fucked for the last round too? I think they were just trying to do it quickly because they couldn't like that. Here's the thing. There were a bunch of other dudes using Razer controllers up there. I think they all just left. I don't know what happened to them. Like all day they're Razer controllers unless Razer brought one controller for everyone to share, <laughs> in which case I don't think it's the case. But they were running through the audience like, does anyone have a Razer pad we need one and everyone's like no oh my god and then all these mad cats pads go up and i was like hmm i wonder why everyone has those because it looks like they work and aren't four billion dollars so yeah um yeah i think they were just trying to get I it mean, done price quickly. wise this if it's a stick they're pretty similar because i mean i've got the the mlg mad cat stick which is the base model which was about a hundred bucks and then you know the regular sort of fight stick model is about 180 and i think it's about the same price as the as the razor ones i mean but a mad cat's fight pad if you have to use a pad is about 30 35 dollars like it's it's the, um, and they're good i mean they're good enough anyway they fall the pieces but they're good yeah, enough the, the thing that was crazy is that this never had ever happened before like it was a the pad legitimately broke and so you can see him on stage i don't know if they showed it but he's trying to explain to um uh gamer ah, b the and he's trying to explain to like all the guys and i'm not sure like their level of technical English, because I know they're both from overseas, so I don't know, like, I don't know what was going on sta up, on stage. Well, Game of Beast so Chinese, if I recall correctly, isn't he? Uh, some of those signs? Korean, maybe? I don't remember. Don't think he's He's, he's not Japanese. Uh, Momochi's Japanese. I don't know, but he was something else. Oh, that's so racist. He's something else. But, um, but, like, sure. the, the whole thing was just crazy, because no one ever experienced that before. And so it was this wild, like, People running up on stage trying to communicate with each other. Everyone talking about. Yeah. He's like, I didn't pause the game. I didn't pause it. I didn't want to pause it. My controller broke, so I had to pull my cord out so that I, it would turn. It would say the controller is out and pause yeah. it for me. Mm -hmm. Like you can see him on stage yanking his controller out of the thing. He's like, I didn't want to do this. My thing's broken. So it was. It was. Oh, he's from Taiwan. 
There you go. Which that is, you know, may depending on what you, uh, what you believe may or may not be part yeah, of China. China. And <laughs> yeah, so, let's um, not get into that. <laughs> yeah, let's never get into that. And so, uh, it was like a crazy moment. No one really knew what to do, and everyone was really, really freaked out because a lot of people believed it wasn't the round, but the match that was forfeit. And so oh. people kept saying, like, even Kotaku, which is, they posted, of course it's Kotaku, they posted a thing like, what happened was wrong? Really, Gamerby should have won. They did no research. They just assumed <laughs> that, that, that you know. And so everyone then started retweeting that. Like, Gamer, if you go to the official, like, website, it's like, no, it's just, it's just, it's just the round. It's just yeah. that round. And so... Um, it was the final was match. Crazy. They each took... A round of that match, and then it came down to the final That's match. That's the way it was all effing day in Street Fighter. It was like 2-2, two, two, going into the final match, it was one round apiece. Everything like, went, yeah, everything. to the final game, like, every time. Everything. And it was all day. It was so tense. Literally, everyone was just like, it was Heart Attack City. Kids are, like, rolling on the ground. Dudes are trying to bet, but they don't know who to bet for because it's just, like, so close. It was intense. The last two hours of, of Evo were just heartbreaking heartbreaking but at the same time amazing like it was yeah it's one of those things that you just you need to be there they asked this year ah that's a interesting point someone i don't know how true this is but it makes sense you were asking about the whole why was he attacking him after the fact according to jugo or jugar in chat gamer b punched momochi's evil ryu enough to be over him in life so he wouldn't gain ex meter so he wouldn't have any advantage because you gain meter when you get it apparently but also right. so that when the time would run out it would register that he won the match but i mean i don't right? see how that would really matter i mean because they could have very easily just paused it again i don't know yeah no it was i think it was just he they started it back up he did it so that it would show like on the screen that he beat him and that it yeah, would give him the little check thing yeah. saying hey i beat you um, and this guy's right. What happened was, if you look at it overall, Dodge is right in that he hit him just a little bit so he could beat him with the time. And the dude in chat's right in that he only hit him a little bit because if he kept hitting him, his EX meter would go up. And so yeah. going into the final match, okay. he'd have an advantage. That now makes sense, yeah. So, but um, yeah, if you want to see a good match, look up Infiltration v. Gamer B. It was the Losers Finals. Oh, yeah. That was so good. That was, <laughs> it, was it might really have been the single. Good. Might have been the single best, like, game ever of Street Fighter. It was so good, so close. There was a lot of times where, like, they both hit each other at the end with no life together. Like, and it was just like, who won? Who won that? Like, no one knew until it, like, set up on the screen. It was so yeah, good. Yeah, because there were so I many matches where it was like the meter was basically gone for both yeah. oops, gone for both sides. So you'd be like, wait, the match is over, but I can't tell like, who got that final hit. It was yeah. really and, crazy. And I... All my hopes rested on I.I. because he was like, for the first time ever, an actually skilled player who could play Jury. Because she's like good, but only the hands of someone who can handle. Like she's a very difficult player to play, especially uh, in like high ranking games because she just can get fucking wrecked. And it's and, and so seeing a guy get up there, I was like, yes, it's so good. He got crushed. <laughs> I felt so bad. But then in losers, he did very very well. But it was again, Gamer B beat him with a timeout, and I was like, this is where I start hitting you, Gamer B. The fact that infiltration out of nowhere is just like, I'm getting my ass kicked. I'm going to pull a jury and get a comeback. I was like, like, it was so cool. It was, watch that. It's the crowd, like, didn't know how to react. 
because there's never been like a jury player in top eight. And so the when that was his like, this is my thing that I'm going to use to beat you. The crowd was like losing their shit. They were like, I don't even know. And then he started getting his butt kicked. The people were like, what a horrible choice. And then like a switch turned and it was like the greatest, the greatest, like just watch it. Go find Infiltration V Gamer B losers finals 2015. It's one of the closest, tightest, best matches I've ever seen in my life. Everyone was losing it. And then the next match was just as good. The, the grand finals, just as good. It was like 40 minutes of people losing their shit. It, it was yeah. nonstop. The end was great. So I would yeah. say if you have never been, try to go in 2016. This year they asked how many people were in the audience who were new. Half the crowd stood up. And, and every single one of them enjoyed it. No one went home like, well, that was boring. Like, everyone went crazy. It was great. It was really cool. I'll try and go next year. I mean, especially if Street Fighter V will be played there, which I imagine it will be. It will. Then. They said, um, Ono said <clears throat> that five is going to be played there, four is going to be on a side tournament, and not on the main stage at all. So, I mean, I guess it's gone. And, uh, and I mean, are... I guess it makes sense. You know, it's yeah. it's always sad to see that because everyone really loves Ultra Street Fighter Four, and it always gets outside of Smash Melee. I think it gets the highest views out of anything on Twitch. I'm pretty sure I I didn't see anyone go above that, but it's I mean, it's gonna happen, isn't it? You know, they're gonna move on to the next one. They're putting a lot of money into the competitive scene. You've got to kind of accept that. So far, everyone's impression of Five seems to be good. They just unveiled a new character who... Who is awesome looking. Looks kind of great. Yeah. It gives me a Wolverine vibe. It's like Blanca... Yeah, trying to get a Blanca say, crossed with Wolverine. Yeah, it's he, definitely got he, a When he goes like... I like their new... I, I don't even know what it's called because I, I haven't like found out the name for it yet. I probably should look it up. But whatever the new like Super Saiyan thing they do in Five is awesome. Like They got rid of the EX meter and now have a new thing, which is basically like... F it, your guy goes Super Saiyan. That's yeah, every <laughs> character gets a bunch of different attributes when they activate that, and they're all themed to their character. So it, it sort of unlocks a series of more powerful moves. I oh, think it's the, called the, the V-Gauge? Yeah, or something like that, yeah. Sure. yeah. V-Trigger, yeah. Sure. Um, do we know, because I know that they're like, they're trying to make it so that the controls are just different enough that they're more accessible, for lack of a better word. Do we know how... Um, like really high level players have felt about the controls when they've tried it. I'm, I'm sure you will now because after it was over and, and this is one of the things I thought was really funny. Everyone, Ono was off to the side talking with uh, the guys who were competing in the top eight. And he basically said to them, Hey, top four, you, we're going to play street fighter five together. Right. And everyone thought they meant like on the stage, but really he was just inviting them back to go play privately. Yeah. So I bet those guys probably know now what it will right. be like. So I, I would suspect we'll start getting more and more info, especially now that the beta or alpha or whatever is coming out hmm. uh, at the end a, of the month. a couple of show tournaments. And I, I mean, I watched it and people seem to be into it, but it's hard to say, really. Uh, I know that they've changed things around in like a major way. Like Ken apparently doesn't even control the same way he does anymore. Like he's more kick-focused oh, Ken's, now. Ken's like his own totally different yeah, yeah. character so if, now. If, which yeah. I don't object to. Although, admittedly, that reduces the number of characters I can play probably down to one. <laughs> it's like, well, I could play Rufus, and I could play Dan, and I could play Ken, and I could play Akuma, and I could play Evil Ryu, and I could play Ryu, and I'm like... I, We're I, all I'm, basically the same character. Yeah, yeah I, I guess I'm playing Ryu you know. now. Oh, no. Maybe I no. go back to Kami. You know, I kind of learned her a bit. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, 
Uh, I don't even know no. if Dan's going to be in Street Fighter Five. There, there's so many. My favorite. <laughs> I, th- I I love I love that they don't like rather than because he even hinted at it like in the last video. I don't remember who the character. I think it was the Ken video. I don't remember who the character was. No, it was a background video. He's like, I want to show you the backgrounds, and it was um, Brazil, and it was just like two dudes fighting in Brazil, and then he uh, goes back and he's wearing a Blanca outfit, and Ono's like, I guess we'll figure out who the new character is later. <laughs> yeah. And it was one of those things. It was like, oh, cool. All right, the next character they show, not Blanca at all. Not totally Blanca. different character, yeah. new character. I love it. They're like. All those other guys, F it. We'll get to them eventually. I want to yeah. show you new crazy shit now. And I'm like... Yeah, yeah. he, he looks pretty great. Like, he looks savage. Uh, I really Ooh. like the way he's just... He's just literally shredding people. It's kind of great. He d- Yeah, he did do, like, the whole Wolverine, like, chest, like... Yeah, he's all, like, Berserker Barrage kind of nonsense, yeah. yeah. Which so, I'm okay that's, with. Yeah, Street Fighter Five is going to be great. I can't... I it can't looks, wait to it looks see what good. happens It looks good. We'll see how it goes. So hopefully the PC version will be better than... I mean, the PC versions have had problems for a while. The The first Street Fighter 4 was games for Windows Live, so it had a bunch of awful online problems. And then they skipped Super, released Arcade, and released Ultra, but Ultra had issues for ages. Apparently, they've handed Ultra over to a different team now that doesn't suck, and apparently they're sorting things out. So, supposedly, Ultra on PC now is a lot better than it was. And Do of you course, know, did anyone hear what was said because the people in the crowd i don't know that any of us heard it but they announced something for street fighter 5 oh was I, it the money was it the way they're monetizing it because i do know about do that with, like if you buy something the you get it on everything thing? the dlc thing or oh i don't I, I i mean i just didn't hear it like i know there was a big announcement and it had to do with it being on all platforms like cross compatibility something something's cross compatible I just don't know what it is. That's all hmm. I know. That, I didn't hear about that. I did hear about the way that they're going to be doing DLC. They're going to let you earn the DLC. They're not going to release any new like update versions. So they're not going to release a Super and an Arcade and an Ultra anymore. They're just releasing DLC characters. But you're going to be able to earn the characters with, uh, with in-game There's... like accomplishments. You don't have cool. to actually buy them. Well, there's there's an in-game currency that you can spend money to get, or you can just play the game Fight and bucks, earn right? it. Fight bucks, yeah. And then you'll be able to use the in-game currency to buy DLC, yeah. All right. Yeah, I didn't I, I didn't hear that, so I have no clue. But that sounds cool. I'm I'm really interested to see like what happens. I think next year's Evo is going to be probably the craziest because the game launches spring. Evo is in July, so the time between launch and... Oh, it's going to be wild. Well, I mean, they're going to be practicing a lot on the beta, though, right? I imagine so. But I think, like, just the like the few changes they can get in between then and Evo... Like, there's going to be so much crazy shit. Plus, if you're unlocking characters for bucks, then there's going to be guys, like, there's different skill levels and different things. It'll be, it'll be nuts. Well, I can't my, wait to see My understanding of it like. is you get, you get all the characters by default, and that's the DLC characters, and you can either just buy the DLC characters regularly or you can earn them also missed opportunity why the hell is the income currency not called bison dollars bison why is dollars, it not called bison dollars they should have been bison dollars what, what? how do you miss that out like come on oh Just man do it. i want to say every year the best moment is when ono comes up on stage and nobody knows what he says <laughs> nobody in the audience has a clue what he says and they all cheer. He could literally be like, fuck America. And everyone would be like, <laughs> Woo! 
like losing it because they're just so hyped that he's even there and he's always dressed up in a silly costume and he's always just really he made everybody sure you can he's so (laughs) cute and just everyone loves him to death that it doesn't matter it just the the first time i ever met the guy he was dressed in a um uh a chunli outfit yeah just walking around in a chunli outfit and i was like uh, can I have a photo with you? Did you, you see him in the latest Street Fighter movie? Uh, the one with uh, Ryu and Ken in it? Uh, which was sort of no. a slightly lower budget production, but still far better than any other Street Fighter movie that's ever been made. What he was Chun He played story? a small part. Oh, fuck you. He, he played a small part in that, and he was hilarious. Really great. Yeah, he's great. He's so much fun. I love watching that guy. It's. It, I, feel, I feel so bad, because him plus the microphone is just like, and people are like, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> so good. Everyone in the crowd's like, "What are you saying?" They just cheer. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Phenomenal. Doesn't it's matter. It's like, yes, you, what it, what what he said. I don't know what that was, but okay. I love him. He's yeah. He's so hype about everything. He comes out and is just all smiles. And it's like every everyone needs to have that kind of like enjoyment when they give a presentation about oh, yeah. games all oh, yeah. the time, all yep. the time. Absolutely. Well, let's take a break. That, suppose, wraps up our Evo discussion. Good first hour of the show. When we come back, we'll talk about the games we've been playing this week, and then we'll go on to the news. You are watching the Co-Optional Podcast. Uh-huh, go on. The Podcast. P-E. We talk about packs. No, we don't. We don't do that at all. We occasionally talk about packs. Sometimes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Optional Podcast. You just heard the wonderful sounds of Little V Mills playing through the Cinder theme, and he's not covering it. He actually got involved with Mick Gordon, who is the composer behind Killer Instinct, because he'd been doing so many covers, and he got to basically collab with Mick Gordon to do the Cinder theme, which I thought was absolutely phenomenal. You can check that out over on his channel, which is youtube.com slash littlevmills. Okay, video games. Oh, what? really quickly. Yes. Really quickly, I figured out what I had heard. Uh, uh-huh. Street Fighter Five is PS4 and PC cross compatible. Nice. Oh. That's what it is. That's good. That I mean, that's great because that means that the problem with the sort of PC player base being smaller will cease to be an issue. Yep. That's cool. And so they're I, changing netcode and stuff for it as well, so there's no lag and stuff in between things. So I'll believe that when I see it. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. All right, Dodger. What have you been playing this week? What's been going on? Hmm. I, last week, you might remember us looking at a game called Fighties in the upcoming releases. Um, I love that game. I've been playing that game a lot. It is very hard. It needs some cleaning up. Um, but it's, it's really, really fun. It's got so many different characters you can play really, really fast paced. Um, it's got online, uh, online multiplayer as well as just local multiplayer, but I've only been playing the campaign mode because there aren't enough people playing the game for there to always be online games available, which hey guys, sucks. The- uh, but I I really, really like it. The, man, the normal difficulty final boss is fucking impossible and I can't beat him, but I sat there trying to beat him for hours and was still having fun. So... I don't know. I uh, I really like it. I do think that some things need to be adjusted. Uh, some of the controls you feel like they should be working, and they're they're not, depending on what like character you're playing. So they're still working through the bugs. I think there's only two developers. Uh, really fun though. I really really like that game. 
I think so so hard what is it? Is it a brawler or is it an actual fighting game? What actually is it? Looks it looks like Smash, kind of. It's it's a little bit, yeah. It's it's um, it's a static location, four players. Uh, if it's if you're playing single player, then it's you versus one person or you versus two. And uh, you each have like depending on what character you play, you have different weapons. You have uh, different weapons and a special, and you can roll and dodge and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, you're just trying to get like a certain number of kills off on everybody, but it goes so fast yeah, that if you quick. time it, yeah, if you time it right, you can basically just clean up a match in maybe 30 seconds. Um, if you're having a lot of difficulty with it, it, it can take longer. If there are some characters that have really good blocks like shields as part of their equipment. So uh, when you get into higher level stuff, like the characters who have shields will block you pretty well. Um, but it's, it's really cool. And all of the bosses during campaign mode, uh, change up the mechanics a little bit. So is the boss you were fighting this kind of ninja dude that throws shuriken at you? No, the boss that I was fighting is this bee asshole. <laughs> it's this guy. It's this guy who just spawns bees and then they just fly at you. And every time you kill him, a mega bee just like shows up and like slowly chases you around the level. Um, and if you... Like, at first, you're like, oh, there's just one bee. It's fine. And then the more you kill him, there's, like, six bees coming from all angles. And you're like, stop! And you only have, you have three lives. So I can't, I can't beat that guy. Yeah, thanks to Takeyasugi for the footage we just showed you there. Which looks really, really damn difficult. And he's having problems as well. So there you go. Yeah. Have you? Um, but my, my one cup of that video will be going up right after the podcast. So if you want to watch me uh, do okay at that game. Yes. Duger, you love these games. Have you played Brawlhalla? Uh, I haven't, but I've heard a lot about Brawlhalla. I, I figure, yeah, so have I, and it, I feel like it's right along the lines with this game, and I was curious if you'd well, played it. Well, isn't Brawlhalla because... quite literally more of a Smash clone? I mean, this doesn't look like a Smash Brothers really at all. Yeah. So I, I mean, I have no clue. I've just heard it, that it exists, and that it's supposed to be like this kind of. Mm, apparently Northern Lion played it on a Super Show at one point. I'm just having a look at... See if I can find it. Yeah, here. I don't know. This game doesn't have, this game doesn't have the variety of moves oh. or like combos. Really, it's just you have your attack button, you have your better attack button, or your like your special, and then you can dodge stuff. And that's mostly what it is. It's just a lot of like jumping around and trying not to get hit, and then trying to get in there and like get that hit and kill them. You know. Yeah, I'm having a look at it right now. Let's just skip forward a bit because they take far too long selecting their characters. There you go. That I mean, this looks very Smash-esque. It's Smash-esque it? with uh, weapons, it seems. But, but it doesn't look bad, certainly. It's not like we have, unless you want to emulate it, it's not like we really have Smash options on PC. Mm -hmm. It doesn't look bad, though. It definitely has a very Smash-like gameplay, though. It's very much a case of up smash, down smash, try and knock somebody off the stage. Uh, do uh, your recovery right. moves and all that kind of thing. But there's there seems to be droppable weapons in some way. I don't think they're like random items or anything like that. They seem to be character specific. From what I can tell. I haven't played it yet. Doesn't look, doesn't look bad. It's alright. I like games that are... Um, I don't know. I like one-hit kill games. And I don't know why. Games like, like Smash... Kick? Yeah, I, I like games where I know that if I get that hit in there... 
like Towerfall. If I hit you with the arrow, you're dead, right? I I like fighties because if I'm able to like get in there and just hit you and the hit lands, you're dead. I like the I like that that moment of just I, I beat you. I know for sure that I beat you just now mm. versus something like Smash where I'm like, I don't know, you're at like a fucking 170 percent and you're still not dead. <laughs> you know, that's not as satisfying for me as just like getting in there and just blah, just like cutting you down with one stroke. But that's just mm. me. <laughs> duck game. Oh, looks. You'd love duck game then. I love duck that's game. Duck game. I love it. That's duck game in a nutshell. Quack. Whack. D- duck whack, game whack. I still haven't like really fallen in love with. Whack. I don't know. Pitch then if you're winning, you'll... Duck game. Duck game. <laughs> what else have you been playing? Uh, What else have I been playing? I mostly watched other people play games this yeah. week. Who the hell does that? I know. Let's see. Uh, what else did I play? Oh, Guild of Dungeoneering, I played a bunch of. I played a bunch of that as well. I thought I did my video on that. I came to my conclusions on that. How did you, how did you feel about it? Um, not bad. Uh, it's, it reminds me a bit, only a bit though. I mean, it's got a very, what's the word I'm looking for? What's the game I'm looking for? Munchkin vibe to it. It's got a very Munchkin yes. vibe mm. to it in terms of theme mm-hmm. and aesthetic mm-hmm. and yeah. all sorts of things like that. You know, It's the like idea- Mun- Munchkin Darkest Dungeon. <laughs> yeah, I think, because yeah. I played the board game version of Munchkin, which is Munchkin Quest a while ago, and it's actually kind of like that, because you place the rooms down in Munchkin oh, Quest as well, and this ball monsters and stuff like that. So I think there's probably a bit of influence there. So I mostly like it. I think that what they really need to do, this is just got me pissed off they need to speed up the animation time like when you're fighting everything takes too long like and it's not a case of like yeah because most of the time you don't have to make any complex decisions because most of the time there's always a right answer of this is the optimal card in this situation and you're only going to have like three to four of them at most but you you click them then it draws the cards it takes a few seconds to do that it takes a few seconds for the other guys cards come in and then the kind of fight animation and like fights take about three times longer than they should in my opinion for me it's not necessarily that i want the animations to be faster it's that i want to be able to click through the animation yep that works for me too you know i'm totally fine with the animation still taking their time but i want to be able to just click to my next move yes exactly i that that's the one thing that got me the most because everything in that game drags on just a little bit too long and that stuff really really builds up over time to kind of bother me I, I would also say that, I mean, I, I don't mind the idea that you can get completely screwed on a run because the whole idea is, look, these, these oh, guys yeah. are here to die. It's all it RNG. Matter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's the, I mean, you can you can lose the first fight and you can't do anything about that. That's entirely possible. That could happen. I, have, I don't know how many cat burglars I've killed. Every cat burglar I take in, I murder. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm just never going to use cat burglars ever again. And I haven't. I the had next a good amount of luck with cat burglars. I did well with them, actually. Really? God, I do so bad with them. Yeah, although I find the apprentices are a lot better because once I worked out the way that the item system works is essentially items give you stacking levels, which unlock mm-hmm. parts of a deck. Oh, it's like, oh, the apprentice starts with fire one. Okay, so if I get the mug drop, which is like the basic one, I immediately have fire two, and I can get fire four really quickly. And fire four is like, you get a card that does four unblockable magic damage. Like, it'll just blow things up. I don't think that that uh, came across very 
easily at the beginning. Like I didn't entirely yeah, it understand didn't make that any items sense. weren't giving me abilities. It was no. that items were making me more powerful, which gave me new cards. Yeah, it's like um, um, it's like they're unlocking suits essentially. Like um, you know, a suit is in like uh, spades and clubs and stuff, stuff like that. Yeah. I didn't get that either. I thought each individual item had its own individual cards, but that's not true. It's the little thing underneath that says like armor three. It's like oh, yeah. that gives me access so, to the like, tier three armor cards. It doesn't matter which piece of armor I got to get that. Right. So um, it clicked for me that that's how it worked when I was replacing an item at a certain point. And I was like, wait, that ability didn't come with that item originally. Yeah. And then I was like, wait, oh, my God, I get it now. <laughs> like mm -hmm. they're they're it's making you more powerful and then you unlock new cards. It has nothing to do with the item necessarily. No, it doesn't. So um, it's an interesting way to do it for sure. I like it a lot. Yeah, I dug it once I got it. it they don't explain yeah. that well at all. Like they really could do uh, with doing that. I feel. Have you? Did you get to like the second tier uh, warriors at all? Um, I I sort of stopped because it was like ten times more than money. I th I kind of felt that after I'd read up on the forums that yeah, the next tier is just like flat out objectively better than the first tier. I'm like, okay, yeah. I understand this game now enough to give my first impressions. So no, I never got that far. I'm kind of waiting to see if they patch it to hopefully take a bit of feedback to speed the combat up, and then I'll go back in and probably beat the game. Right. Um, alchemists are so OP. Oh my goodness. The like second tier apprentice, basically, uh, is an alchemist. And the alchemists, every time they heal they heal for two so you can either use a heal to um basically like negate an attack on you or you can use it when somebody's not attacking you and just gain an extra heart yeah so if you if you play it right you can start with like kind of okay numbers of hp and then just slowly become super like strong yeah. and it's yeah the apprentice is uh I don't know. I feel like it's a little a little bit broken, maybe. But it might just be because once I figured out how to use them correctly, I was like, man, I can be like pretty hard to kill with this guy. Mm. So I don't know. I I really like uh I really like them because <laughs> and just heal forever. Yeah, it's a pretty fun game. It's got a great theme, great aesthetic. It's essentially a card game. Don't be fooled by thinking it's a dungeon crawl or anything. It is a card game. Oh, no, it's entirely a card game. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. But it is pretty good. I love those little musical interludes. They are fantastic. Me too. But it, you do you do need to go into it with sort of a darkest dungeon frame of mind in mm. that sometimes you're going to put you're somebody in... Yeah, you're going to put somebody in a new dungeon and they're going to die immediately because you didn't know how the dungeon worked. Like, yeah. you have to use people as fodder sometimes, and that's that's fine. It's just yeah, be well, aware no of that. There's no use penalty. Use mimes, you mean. Throw all your mimes in all day. Watch them die. <laughs> call. Totally oh, useless. I've yet to figure out how to play a mime. I don't know how. I just don't get that class at all. Really? My, I, my first mime actually lived, I think, longer than my first of anything else. <laughs> My first uh, mime died instantly, and every mime since then has died instantly, and I just don't understand them. And the world uh, is better for it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Something else that is is different that I didn't realize at first is that um, you don't level up the characters like forever. No, so it's not don't. like it's not like if somebody goes through a dungeon and makes it, they come back and they're more powerful. No, it's everybody always starts off at the same power. So it's relying on you to be better at 
utilizing the cards that you have and making better builds and like um under understanding how to make the dungeon that suits like whatever mechanic is going on best so it's entirely up to you to be smarter about how you play the game rather than being like i've got this guy and he's lived for a while so he's level five yeah. and and dungeon I'm is entirely disposable in that game yeah. it does not matter if they die you don't give a fuck you know it's not, so, not a big deal yeah you have to imagine that everybody no matter what is level one when you start off in a dungeon you are, you are are. Yeah, you are the the base level of that class, and you have to keep them alive. Yeah, you grind up so. just enough to be able to do whatever objective it is. Get them the number of levels you need for that. If you want to like grind a little bit to get more gear, because you can turn gear into a treasure drop, so you can keep placing monsters and keep collecting money. And that seems like the way to really accelerate your progress quite a lot. I didn't want to do that because I found it astonishingly dull, but I heard the people got into a situation where they just looped that and just kept doing it until they got the money they needed to get to tier two i'm like oh, well i'm not gonna do that right but it's 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 pretty good it's I, I would like to see that stuff sped up and if they do speed that stuff up i'll go back and finish it i think but i won't until they do that because i find it very frustrating to have to wait there's, there's just a few extra seconds every time just drive me up the wall yeah can't do it anything else you've been playing this week that's mostly that's mostly it. That and just sitting all weekend watching Evo. <laughs> fair, fair. Which I was totally into. So, yeah. Jesse, have you been playing anything this week? I mean, you haven't had the time. I mean, you, the only thing that I played for fun this week was more of Holy Potatoes Weapon Shop. I just I, put my video out on that. Yeah, we played it on stream quite a bit. I kind of love that game. I it's so silly. I don't know that. There's really much more to it than like the Reseteer style game. Well, I mean, it's barely that, really. Yeah. Like it, Reseteer or Reseteer, however. You, I, I don't know what it is because people keep saying, "Oh, it's Reseteer." No, it's Reseteer because it's a parody of Racketeer. I don't know, tomato, and I don't tomato. fucking care at this point. Yeah. Like, Who cares? It, the theme is identical, but the game. I mean, it's, it's super there's cute. not a lot of decisions to be made in Holy Potatoes. No, no. unless you get the random things every once in a while to pop up. But after a while, you sort of know, like. Oh, I don't do this. I don't do this. I don't do this. Well, I never had a moment where I, I don't, did one I, thing. I don't think you played it on launch then, because on launch, that was entirely randomized. There wasn't a right answer. Like, you get the same event multiple times, click the same thing, and get the get a different outcome. Oh, But they oh, changed oh, that. I they just did. They patched that I a few... I never did. Yeah, probably because you played it post-patch, because they actually changed that, because people were like, this is stupid. Like, why, why would you possibly do that? I don't... The, when on launch, you got those events, like, every 20 seconds. It was actually ridiculous. Like it was getting beyond cute. a joke. It's a it's very cute. silly, cute. Oh, it's fun adorable! Game. It, absolutely, the little adorable. potato man. I I love it. Which uh, which <laughs> parody Smiths did you get? Like after the first three, I got uh, Laura Craft. Oh, oh well, no! I mean, you start with? you start with those four. Like who did yeah, you yeah, hire yeah. after um, that? Oh my God! I got uh, oh God! What was what was his punny name? It was um, a Nathan Drake, but I can't remember what his pun was. Oh, my God. It's going to kill me. Whatever. It was a Nathan Drake pun, and I wish I could remember what it was. I I got uh, Winnie Stonebell, which I think Dodger should get if she thinks about it for a second. Full Metal Winnie Alchemist. Stonebell? Winry, oh, well, like Winry? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, every character in that game is a parody of either anime or video games in some way. So you oh, get, that sounds like my jam. You start off with Bulk Bogan brother okay great yeah. good uh, La yep. uh laura craft and yep. some other guy who i don't really recognize and then you get this random viking dude 
And then you just get access to all sorts of ridiculous Smiths that are obviously based on anime or video game characters. The whole game is one giant reference. Like, if you find mm-hmm. something that's not a reference to something else, you'd be surprised. Because everything is. Like, it's almost it's almost too much, in a way. So, so far, this really is sounding like... Maybe a a better or or more updated version of Reseteer is not. it or no? The, it's not the, right. I don't know if uh, Jesse will disagree with me on this, but that ge- the game barely has any challenge to it. Like it. Okay. Oh, I I, I agree. It's I think very it's... hard to screw up. Whereas Reseteer fucking murders you whenever yeah. it feels like it. Like like a really good example is early on the uh, the the bad guy keeps uh, like coming to you for money. And I, there was never a moment where I didn't have the money to do it. The one time I screwed up is when I realized the game makes you pay your 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 employees. Yeah, you have monthly salaries. But once I realized that, I was never I never just wasted money. So I always right. had I always had money when the guy came to collect money. I always had money. Like eventually, I was always doing fine. I don't think there was really any challenge at all. Mm-hmm. It's just very cute and fun. I'm actively trying to find. The name of this character because it was so good it was so good it's pissing me off i wish they had a list of all the punny character names they don't nah boo i know boo oh, there are a lot of them oh well i mean you get that one of the best uh, freelance smiths you can get to upgrade your weapons is portana and it's just it's just a <laughs> potato cortana for no mm-hmm. reason there's a parody of everybody actually just yeah that would explain why my camera went blurry it's like oh yeah this... oh buggy hell and i just i turned it off and on again i was like yeah that'll fix it it went widescreen you... and then it went blurry again you look like someone took a photo of you put it into photoshop and then did one of those like Blur abstract films. artistic filters <laughs> yeah yeah and, it's, and it's, pro- it's probably something Posterize. to do with the fact that there's a big lightning storm over there let's not get struck by lightning again that would be lovely oh. so. Yeah, that's probably that's got something exciting. to do with it. It's been happening a lot over the past couple of weeks. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, Holy Potatoes, it's it's almost, I'd almost classify it as a clicker in many ways, like, because mm. it, it doesn't really require any strategy. Basically, all you need to do is every hero class wants a primary stat and a secondary stat of a certain kind of weapon. So you put people on the right station. So it's like, this guy wants primary attack and secondary magic. Okay, I'm going to make this weapon. You basically make the best weapon that you have materials for. All the materials you just get from sending your smiths out to explore. Like, there's really no penalty to doing that. And then you make the weapon. You can add a boost. You can add an enchantment. And then you sell it. And the chances are you get like, hey, that's an S rank weapon. That's amazing. Here's money. Unless you fuck it up. Like, I, I, on the video, yeah. so, I got the stats the wrong way around, and I ended up getting B-rank, but I've never had lower than B-rank, because that would require you to sell, like, a magic wand to a berserker or some shit, which you'd never do, because that would be idiotic. Okay, so now I'm imagining, like, Diner Dash. <laughs> Not quite. Okay. Yeah, Have no. you played any of the games by Kairosoft, like Game Dev Story and Dungeon Village on mobile? No. No. Never, so Kairosoft never. makes a bunch of games. I actually like Kairosoft games, but they're all very much the same. And they're sort of incremental light management games. And there's okay. one called Game Dev Story, which is very similar. Well, it's not that similar, but it's similar-ish to Game Dev Tycoon. Right. And it's this is very much like Kairosoft stuff. So 
there's not a lot of decision making you just kind of have to do the right thing which is obvious most of the time and you kind of build up your studio same same thing here you build up your smith shop you complete the objectives you do the next objective you upgrade your people but there isn't like a there isn't much challenge to it ultimately and that's what kind of holy potatoes is which if you want that and if you want just a bunch of video game references and you want a fairly light game that doesn't really stress you out too much then holy potatoes is that but can i ask can i ask yes. a final question you can <laughs> no not anymore <laughs> no time for questions is over yeah we're done we're done where do potatoes get involved in this everybody's game? A potato. you are potatoes Everyone's oh potatoes. People, the people are potatoes perfect yes. okay there's great. a potato I'm dog in. you get a dog, okay, there's a dog. Also, very early on they are they also just serve. people with like faces or no they are literally sentient potatoes, potatoes. Well, potato people they're potato okay. people. They're potato people. Right. Also, yeah. the currency they use is called starch. It's a very creepy world. It's a disturbing. Yeah, it really world. is. Like you, I, I, I've had events where it's literally just murder, straight up murder. Like, and you get money for it. It's like the guy melts. You get money. I'm like, what? He's he's dead. We killed him. And you have well, this potato dog that is. It has a feed button, and it gets upset if you don't feed it, and it looks sadder and sadder <laughs> if you don't click the feed right. button. <laughs> it's all good. I would just it's got a lot of character like to it. Potato like... dog's so cute. Potato dog's so cute. You gotta keep clicking the button. I love you, potato dog. He, he is amazing. Yeah. If, you if can that... name him. You can name everyone. Yes, you can. My guy's name was Pototo. <laughs> Pototo. <laughs> Pototo was my character's name, mm. and my my Love I was that. mad. The 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 viewers were right. I named my dog the Viticus Pooch, but it should have been Spud Viticus Pooch. Uh, I, messed up. I messed up. They got me. Yeah. The audience. Is it's not a very interesting game to watch. Like it, it really is something. If you want to loaf out and just play something that doesn't require a lot of intelligence and a lot of effort, then that's yeah. it's that game. That's yeah. the one. You make progress and you feel good about making your progress, and the chances are you will never ever fail. I I can't see how you could possibly fail. Like it would gotcha. require a serious degree of incompetence to fail in that game. All right, maybe I'll maybe I'll maybe I'll try that out. Get yeah, to be yep. a, a blacksmith potato. It's it's charming in a way, no doubt about that. And I the devs are also really responsive. Like they they've taken a ton of community feedback and they fixed the game in a big way and they're patching it a lot. And they even came to my subreddit to say, you know, we really value your critical feedback because I spent about twenty minutes telling them how their UI used three times as many clicks as it should. Because they, these guys are out of Singapore, they're a small Singapore developer and they make mostly mobile games, right? So it, right. it shows. This is the first PC game, and it shows that this, like, they are used to mobile. They're still and, like, thinking mobile. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, look, like, you could fit more than this on the screen. Like, you don't have to have a separate screen for everything here. Like, just have this as a drop-down. Have this as a pop-over. Use tooltips here, you know. You don't have to have six clicks to do this. You can do it in two, you know. So, I mean, I, if they improve that, and they actually said they're looking at improving that stuff. Like, they... There was the problem where you had to send each individual smith to go and explore when really you wanted like four smiths to go and explore at once. So it's like click, 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 click. That's one. Click, 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 click. That's two. Yep. You know, and they said, right. yeah, that's we need to improve that. You know, and yeah, yeah, you do. But it's cool to see them taking feedback. So, yeah, it's cute. Anything else you've been playing this week, Jesse? No, nothing. <laughs> Awful games in Vegas. That's about it. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a little bit of a preview of a game oh, that Lord. a video is coming out on my channel tomorrow. Oh, so I was Lord. looking through the releases to try and figure mm -hmm. out what the hell was going on today and all that sort of thing. 
and I came across something that was out, and I, just, I was, you know, I just woken up, I was sort of half asleep, and I looked through, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I mean, this, this seems like it might be interesting. Oh, dear. So, <laughs> this nope. is, this is, ooh, this, you know, you remember Guise of the Wolf? Yeah. Yes. Remember how yep. bad Guise yes. of the Wolf is? We may have yep. found a new yes. Guise of the Wolf. Go on. It's called Yusai Ninja. Mm. And I thought, okay, it's a oh. hack and slash game. And then I looked at it, and it's like starring an onion and a racist piece of broccoli. Like it has a like a piece of broccoli with nunchucks, who is obviously supposed to sort of be a stereotypical African American, like probably get kind of Afro samurai look. And I'm like, wow, this is racist broccoli. This is great. So I installed the game, and the the art style looks okay. Like it's got the nice sort of comic book graphic novel sort of style to it. Then I began to play. Holy shit. So, to start with, you try and play this with a keyboard. And this is the only game I've ever seen where if you press left, the guy goes right. And it, this is this is a third-person, like, kind of character action game. Wait, what? Yeah. You Wait, press, what is you, this? You press left, <laughs> and the guy goes Wait, right. what? Like, what and I'm like, this? what? This is... And I'm trying to figure out what the hell's going on. I'm like, I don't understand... So I plug the controller in. Like, okay, right. Obviously, this game is just meant to be a controller. It's probably just a bug. So I start playing. First thing I immediately notice is it maybe has some of the worst camera work in any game ever. This thing gets stuck in the wall more often than you can possibly imagine. It's really, really bad. I, it's, oh, my. There's a trailer. This is coming out on PS4, by the way. Oh, this is... Yes, good. Oh, dear. This, they're going to the inflict trailer. it on you. This game is just... So the camera control is terrible. And then I go into fight and I'm like, okay, so I come across my first enemies. They're like, I don't know, cucumbers or something, like sentient cucumbers. I'm like, okay, I'm going to slash it to pieces with my ninja sword. So I, so I look at the combo list. You have one attack. You press X twice. I'm like, okay, I guess you're going to unlock more. So I go there and it is the worst, most unresponsive fighting system I have ever seen. And then I switch to the other character because you can switch between them. The other character doesn't have any sound effects like what? Th there are only from what i could tell there are only two sound effects in the entire game and that's the main character's sword and falling in the water which instantly kills you nothing else has a sound effect nothing and i was like what is this and i kept playing and the combat system is the worst thing in the universe like it you're, you're basically just kind of rubbing your sword against them for all intents and purposes it's I didn't even get out of the first level because this game has no checkpoints. It has no save system. And when you fall into the water, you instantly die and it resets the whole kind of jumping puzzle. Because like at the start, to get out of the area, there's like a, a you've got to activate a bunch of switches. And in order to do that, you've got to do this horrible jumping. Bear in mind, the camera for this game is awful. Absolutely awful. This trailer makes it look way better than it is, by the way. What it is this look... game called? Yesai Ninja. And it's coming out. But, it's out on PC right now, and it's coming out on PlayStation Four as well. Is this two-player? Uh, <laughs> local co-op. Oh my god! Oh it's, my god, Dodger! No, <laughs> don't. No, don't. This is not so bad. It's good. This is so bad. It's fucking terrible. Anyway, as I was saying about this, that you're doing these jumping puzzles. Like if you you get one jump wrong, which is very easy because the camera is fucking terrible and the controls are awful. It resets the whole puzzle, so you have to do it again. You've got to do like. You gotta jump over like four major kind of bodies of water to do in one switch, then jump over back and then do the same. Uh, it's infuriating. 
and it's just like the production values are so fucking terrible and what the icing on the cake is that they bring up like the sort of batman pow socks sort of uh things on the screen but they're words that don't make any sense one of them is bought bought there's it's bought and smock i'm like what who is bought what is this it's so bad i i did so i recorded this video this morning usually i play a little bit into the game i'm like no you had to experience this with me from the start you have to suffer like i did misery is best shared right it loves company so i recorded the first 20 minutes of this game like this is the worst thing i've played this year this is guys of the wolf bad and it's coming out tomorrow and you'll get to hear all of my wonderful comments on it that and more jesus it is oh, fucking man. awful because you're, you're right, the trailer, like, the art style reminds me kind of of the, the telltale, comic booky yes yeah. style art, which I'm super cool with. The trailer makes it look like the mechanics aren't that bad, but... Oh, uh... you just don't know. <laughs> you just don't know. It's got PS1 level pop-in as well. I assume that, like, the first areas in a building so they don't have to render anything but there's this one part where you have to do yet another stupid fucking insta-death jumping puzzle and the game like five feet ahead of you just renders in as you're doing it i'm like oh god i haven't seen this since the atari jaguar this is terrible oh it is just yeah. terrible and the, the and what's also weird is i saw a couple of negative reviews on it and they've now gone so i don't know why they've disappeared but that always makes me a little bit suspicious yeah I'm like, hmm, I wonder what's going on here. Uh, it's it's bad. It's very, very great. bad. This is great. Mm. <laughs> the more I look into it, the more I'm like, this is something I need to suffer through with no, someone. You, no, you don't. Like, yes. You said this about Ride to Hell and you gave up. Like, trust me, this is just uh, yes, as bad. But I also said this about Revelations 2012, and that turned out to be amazing. Yeah, but that game's like two hours long. Like, this is actually a full-length experience. It is awful. But it there's is... so many... TB, you're missing the fun moments. Revelations 2012, Kren and I are playing the two other characters, the two female characters, one and drown themselves and die. <laughs> yeah, I know, just to get away from it. I can't. Oh, Jesus. I'm hoping that there's something in this game that's worth the awfulness of it. I just. It's not. Oh my it, there God. Isn't, it looks so bad. There isn't. It's fucking awful. It looks so bad. I Sorry, can't. it's really bad. I need to play it. I need to play it. Okay. Yeah, so there was that. Yeah, so fuck that. It's wow. awful. Don't. A plus. Uh, a game that I enjoyed a great deal more than that is actually on iOS and my ios kind of game of the week so far it goes by the name of card king's dragon wars which is a, a card game of yeah? sorts and they were like well what happens is you play the cards and fully 3d rendered creatures come onto the screen and do this kind of stuff and we're like oh that sounds kind of neat so i download it and i start playing it and it's really cool and unique although i have the feeling i'm going to get fucked over by microtransactions and pay to win later on i, I have this big vibe about it but i started Our playing things. it Card King's Dragon Wars, I believe it's called. Dragon I, Wars. I hope I'm, hope I'm right on that one. Is it yeah, Card King's Dragon... Uh, yeah, Card King Dragon Wars. Yeah, Card King Dragon yeah. Wars. Yeah, there you go. And you start off in this tavern with this fully animated character, and you're playing against the tutorial. Uh, it's just some kind of elf rogue or whatever. And she's teaching you how to play the game, and you're seeing sort of her... She's got a little face in the corner, so she, you know, she's getting mad as you sort of beat her and things like that. And... 
there's a lot of character to it and you get to play these cards onto the board and they render as you know sorry about the four by three but it's an ios game it's to be expected <laughs> and they render as fully 3d models and each it each creature kind of has its own mini deck so you're kind mm. of making a deck out of five creatures maximum a team of five creatures and they have their own little mini deck and when you attack with them, you can do what's called the drag attack, which is you drag one creature onto another. It takes energy to do it. Every time you do a drag attack, it draws an extra card from that guy's deck. And then these these cards are always better than just attacking regularly. So you've got like a, the bash, for instance, which you're seeing on the screen right now. You drag bash over there and he goes and attacks. And it's all fully 3D animated and everything like that. And the creatures have a lot of complexity to them because they've got a bunch of passives and each of their little mini decks are different. You know, they could synergize and you could level them up and all sorts of things like that. Okay, so rather than the creatures being representations of one card in your deck, it's that each creature that you have as part of your like army, so to speak, gives you certain cards that are... Yes. part of like what they can do exactly interesting and, yeah but you could also use those cards on different creatures but it's often better like if you have someone that's say an archer and you get a red attack card you're probably going to want to use it on that because each creature also has its own stats they've got their own the, the energy cost to attack they've got a magic stat they've got like a defense stat and things like that so you can have uh you your guard character you play and then you play a, a thing on it which is basically taunt you know just like in hearthstone so you can only attack right. there and you can stack a lot of effects up and come up with combos and also as you build energy you uh, get a free a hero card which is like an ultimate ability which you can cast for free and there's just a lot of little details like the character you're playing he often like if he draws a hero card he'll often dip into his tank card which is next to him and pull this card out or pull it out of his ear or something like that and they've all got kind of individual animations it's, uh, it's got a lot of character to it, but the uh, the thing that I'm looking at with it really is like it really seems like it's probably pay to win kind of in a big way because the you can you to get new creatures, one of the ways to get new creatures is you can go into the mines and the mines you can either mine uh, regular or you can mine deep. And if you mine deep, you get an egg, which is either a level three or four or five creature, but mining deep costs you this currency which you can acquire through doing like daily quests, but you mainly just buy it. So I bought the starter pack, which was like some currency. There's like 25 of these like dragon rubies. And I got five of these creatures. And one of them was a rank five legendary creature who has some crazy stuff and is really like high stats and things like that. They kind of balance it out by giving each creature a weight value, meaning that like a level five legendary creature like costs a lot more to field. So like if I want to put them out there, I can only have like three creatures out at a time. But I have a feeling that at the high level, this is going to end up being super pay to win or something along those lines. So far, it's okay, but I've only played it for about five or six hours. And I have a feeling that they're probably front loading it as they generally do. It's like it's more pay to win than regular TCGs. Like people saying, oh, well, all TCGs are pay to win. Yes and no, because you can level your creatures up here. Like imagine in Hearthstone, you played Dr. Boom and then the other guy played level five Dr. Boom. And that level right. five Dr. Boom that he spent more time leveling up is better than yours. Imagine that, because that's what that is like. Because the passives level up and the stats level up. As you know, yes, the cards remain the same, but they've got better stats to utilize the cards. So it's like magic right. attack. Well, my magic stat is higher than yours now because I leveled yours up and I played for longer, so I whack the shit out of you. You know, that's the problem. You know, it's mm -hmm. it's not just about I don't have a lot of cards. It's about I don't have a lot of cards and my cards are lower level than yours as well. So it's a double whammy. Like it's even it's even right. worse than something like Hearthstone. But so far, I'm enjoying it. I'll probably hit that wall at some point, but that, which would be a shame because it's actually a really good card game. Like it's re There's a lot of effort that's been put into it. There's a lot of depth there. 
But I just have this feeling it will be uber pay to win later on. Yeah. It looks cool. It looks great. Yeah. It's uh, some people are comparing it to a TCG version of Puzzles and Dragons. I think that's about accurate. Yeah. That sounds about right. The way that you sort of level up your creatures and things like that. I think it's about that. That must be such a hard decision to make as like a mobile developer to say to yourself, okay, do I want to just have it so that the app costs money in general? Or is it better to make it so that it's free so people are more apt to give it a shot and then have there be microtransactions inside of the game? Like that must be a really difficult decision because one offers a situation where more people are going to just like try it just to see how it is. But it also makes it uh, more off-putting later on in the game. Whereas it's like, oh, if, if only you had just charged a flat fee at the very beginning and then everything could have been an even playing field throughout the game, yeah. you know? Well, there is a reason why the vast majority of the top grossing apps are free to play and not uh, buy up front. And in fact, it seems like yeah. iOS has become super hostile to buy up front. I guess Android is as well because Android piracy is a big problem. But on iOS, if you charge for your game, you're almost sending it out to die a lot of the time, unless you have a ton of marketing behind it. And it was, um, I believe it is, uh, there was a recent article that came out, I think on Gama Sutra, where the developer of Threes, who I'll defend to the death, and I'm always super about the injustice of Threes in 2048 and all that stuff. But b- besides that, they released a free version of Threes, which runs ads. That version right. is making them as much money as charging for it. Just running ads. You know, mm-hmm. that's not even like a free to play where you have to buy shit. Just running ads. So mm-hmm. it seems to me like it's really hostile on mobile in order if you want to actually charge up front, which means that a lot of the top grossing games are incredibly unfair. You know, things like Game of War Fire Rage are literally pay to win bollocks. Yeah. Yeah, they're so- really bad. Uh, for me, like uh, the. The sorry. <laughs> go for it. I'm just gonna. I'm just. I just have information. You go. Okay. All I was gonna say is that the the games, the method that I've seen lately that I'm actually super cool with is if you have a game where it's like you have a certain number of lives, and then once you exhaust those lives, you know you have to sort of wait. Um, when they give you the option of, or do you want? to watch an ad super quick and then get more lives. Or if it's like, here, you got some loot, but if you watch an ad, you can get even more loot. I'm like, I'm super fine with that. I'll sit and watch your ad. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the- totally fine with me, honestly, because that gets you money. I don't have to pay anything except, like, 30 seconds of my time. I'm cool with that. So, on the top charts right now, if you go to paid, like the games you have to actually pay up front, TB's right. It, it's all about name recognition and what, like, yeah, it's things are like Minec- for isn't Minecraft the top? Minecraft Pocket Edition is number one. That's a $7 game. Under that yeah. is Goat Simulator. Under that is The Amazing Spider Man 2. Then a few things like Facetune and things that are just like app apps. And then games like Heads Up or Plague Inc., Ultimate Wolf Simulator, whatever the hell that is, Terraria, <laughs> The Game of Life, Monopoly, True Skate, and then like. Five Nights at Freddy's, Scribble Knots, that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. If you go to actual top grossing, number one, Clash of Clans, number two, Game of War, yeah. you have like Spotify and Pandora, then Candy Crush, Candy Crush again, Boom Beach, Fish Casino, right? Double Down Casino, Marvel Contest of Champions, all this shit. And then you finally get to 19 
which is Minecraft Pocket Edition, yeah. the one you had to pay for so up front. So, number mm-hmm. 19 is the first one on that list in the top grossing that actually requires you to pay up front. And that's fucking Minecraft, you know? Yeah. It yeah. doesn't get much bigger than that. So that's it, just, I mean, those free-to-play games, man, they're, they're free, and then they make a shit ton of money because people are like, oh, well, I got it for free. I guess I can spend 25 cents on this. Well, and the amount of mechanics they put in the way, because I'm, I'm, I'm going to run into these problems, I have no doubt, because going back to that game for a moment is a good example, is that you have tickets that you use to enter dungeons or to play against uh, AI in the tavern, and I'm noticing the amount of tickets are increasing and increasing and increasing, and I have a feeling that that is going to get to the point where it's like, oh, you should probably buy more tickets. You can't play anymore. That I hate the whole, yeah. whole I, you know, if I want to sit there and play for an hour, I want to sit there and play for an hour. I know a yeah. lot of games are not designed that way. They're designed for just like quite literally toilet gaming in many cases, like you know, five minutes at most. But I could play this game for hours. And I know if I do that, I'm going to run into a situation eventually where I run out of tickets and, and I'm just like, oh, okay, I hate you. It's like Hearthstone would never do that to me, you know? Right. So that th- there, therein lies the problem. It's it's a shame because it seems like a really, really good game. I just have a feeling that I'm going to run into that wall sooner rather than later. And if I run into it on the by the next podcast, I'll tell you and like and it'll be. Let me tell you something about how shitty this game is. Like for the next <laughs> half an hour. It's sad. Hearthstone yeah. number twenty eight on that list, by the way. Yeah, and Hearthstone Under super Tinder. popular. Tinder, Tinder, oh, way more popular Hearthstone. than Hearthstone. Oh my. Oh my. That's. Wait, wait, uh, on the highest grossing list? Yeah. I don't... That's I don't, all ads. I don't people know what flipping Tinder... through faces and then watching an ad. Do yeah. <laughs> you pay for Tinder? Like, how does that work? No, I think th- you watch ads. Is it all ad supported? After... How is it? Yeah. So they're sure. making money, I guess? Uh, well, because so many people use it. Tinder's because used by a huge amount of people. That's yet another game where it's like, do you want to see who in the area is looking to touch a butt? And you're like, yes, I, like I do. Classified like, as a game. Just, like, it's another game where you just jump on and look and see who wants to touch your butt. It is a game. It is a game. Jesse, you're looking at faces and judging them. Yes or no? Yes or no? Seems like a lot of hard work. Yes or no? And then you just walk away, <laughs> and then you're like, I'm in a new area. Who around here wants to touch a butt? And then you pull it out again. You watch so many ads. I'm positive. I don't. I don't. <laughs> that doesn't sound fun. <laughs> I don't it's like a harem simulator it's a harem simulator in your mind right, so then you're you like, go around and you're dudes. like hey i'm gonna like do you want to do it and then they can swipe you back and be like yeah i want to do it and then but then you still have to go like now i need to go do it with you and talk to you about like doing it do you have to like message them or do you just do no. it most literally most of the people that i know who have this app and i'm so i know so many people with this app so i hear them talk about it most of the people that I know who have this app, they literally just go, who's around me that's looking for butts? And they just flip through the faces and they're like, hmm, interesting. And then they and then they put it down. They have no intention of actually using it for its like purpose. They just, they just want to, yeah, be like, who in this restaurant is looking for butts? And then they find it, out and then they're satisfied. Actually, it does, <laughs> does kind of remind me of something. It sort of reminds me of a modern day hot or not.com. Uh, I think I know yeah. almost everybody I knew at some what point would go on hot or not and just kind of click through that, like yeah. for no apparent reason. Like, like they have no intention of contacting dating. these people. I thought Tinder, Tinder was so dating. you could ta- contact people. Well, it is. It is. But imagine like somebody who just wants to like. It's a lot of people don't actually use it to make a connection with somebody. They use it to just be like to, for that morbid curiosity of like who around me, like could could potentially right like like 
be interested in that. And that's like, they have that weird voyeuristic vibe of like, yeah. I could maybe look around and see this person right now, hmm. but then like, I'm not going to actually contact them. I just want to like, that's steer into that aspect of their life. I definitely that's don't stupid. see the appeal personally. I, I feel kind like of your do. Friends are lying I would never be on it. Trying but... to like get with people, I've, and they just don't I've want you to know. Them, I've watched them just flip through and be like, also, "Is anybody in here attract?" Oh yeah, well yeah, you're one to talk, but yes, true. <laughs> I don't look. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just putting it out there. Mm-hmm. You keep very strange company. You should be careful. I hear they're messed up. Here they are, <laughs> bad people. <laughs> hmm. Well, I will never have that app. That sounds like not fun at all. I don't care. I, look, I just don't care if you're looking to bang and you're around me. If anything, now I'm worried. Like, what? <laughs> what is happening? If the cook at the restaurant's like, I'm down to bang. What is happening in that kitchen? I just can't eat here anymore. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's that curiosity, man. I have none of that. That, weird, that weird, weird curiosity. <laughs> Any more video games? Uh, no, only like aside from the ones that I talked about, uh, only games that I've like played from my channel, which are all visual novels. <laughs> yes, they're not so. really video games. I've oh my vi- god! But I did, I did hear Laura Kay and I were talking about how there's a. Oh dear. Uh, there's <laughs> this a, only the, ends badly. There's like a really well-written gay orc dating simulator and I need <laughs> it in my life. <laughs> it's like all orcs and they're in love with each other. I need it. Yeah, yeah, the sad thing is <laughs> I'm not even get... surprised by that anymore. I, <laughs> I, w- I want to get like a voice modulator and then every time I'm speaking as the orcs just make my voice super deep. <laughs> I want That's it. That's really to easy it. to do, by the way. I know. I need, I don't have a program like that and I don't know how. I, I might be able to help you out with that. Program we can figure like something that. out. Yes. I, I think maybe we can figure something out. <laughs> just so that we get that on the channel. I just... Yeah. I want to see... It's need it. I'm positive. I want to see a lot of very scared male fans, let me put it that way. Just terrified. <laughs> at this yeah, point. do all of the narration in my normal voice and then just click a button and be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I just need it. Oh, my. All right, we'll figure that out. Okay. Yeah, I, pl- I also played a bit more of the Active Aggression beta, which is really fun RTS. Lots of super weapons and things which intercept super weapons. I got really mad at the AI because I built a Patriot battery and started shooting down my super weapons. So like, fuck it, set the entire base on fire. He was got a bunch of missile launchers and they're like, right. And then <laughs> he was dead. He was dead. And I'm just like, drop my super weapon on him. I don't care. He's just wipe him off the face of the goddamn universe. It felt pretty good. It's it's a really good real time strategy actually. It's really fun to play. It's a bit hard to figure out because there are there's a lot of research and upgrades in that game. Like almost every unit in the game has at least two upgrades, probably even more than that, with all sorts of separate buildings and shit to build. But once you get the hang of it, it's really fun actually. So that game is looking good. It's looking good. I think that's about it. Am I playing anything else? I don't think so. Oh, yeah. Oh, that thing. Yes. Okay. One last thing. The other thing I played in iOS. They released a new Warhammer game on iOS. Uh That never ends well because most Warhammer games on iOS are fucking dreadful. And I looked at this one. It's like, yeah, so we did this in the Unreal 4 engine. Well, you couldn't tell. (laughs) You could not tell. It doesn't look like it. It's like, oh, it's called a Warhammer Death Watch in which you play 
a you play a squad of space marines for the death watch chapter and you're wiping out tyranids and i think it's called like tyranid assault or tyranid hunt or something like that and um it's a really 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 basic turn-based strategy that like involves doing almost nothing like this uh, people are like oh it's kind of like XCOM. no no it's not like there's no, <laughs> no taking cover anything like, like XCOM. It, it's like you aim at something use your action points to shoot it rinse and repeat and the most complex thing you can do in that game is like set overwatch and that's it it's really slow really basic and really disappointing so and now and now of course people are like the death watch is not a chapter it's like yes i i know i know it's not a chapter <laughs> it's an amalgamation of veterans and special Ugh. people from all the chapters yes i'm well aware uh, oh my ang- god there's nothing worse than in. angry angry 40k fans TV, i'll make i'll make the them even worse i'm gonna make them more angry right now i'm gonna make them more angry i bought a copy of warhammer age of sigma you remember that game i was talking about where they've reduced the rule book down to four pages i bought that of my own free will so now you could be even more pissed off. I got it because Jen liked the look of the models. So mad at you right now. Yeah, they're really <laughs> upset. I don't blame them. That's okay. I'm I'm all right wow. with that. I I did fuck that up. I really did fuck that up. I am sorry. I I will say ten hail emperors, or possibly ten hail zinches for the for you guys. I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. So we, we bought that for the Not models, and, and, and then. Shit. This I'm blaming you for this, Dodger. Jen bought like four master grade Gundam models to make. Yes. Oh my god. Tell her to send me all the pictures. <laughs> yeah. So she's gonna be building Gundams, and now she's eyeing up a perfect grade thing that has an LED kit. The LED kit alone is like eighty five dollars. Like ah, I was god. Say, perfect grade is when you get into like a lot of detail. I made um. I bought like a super weird laser cut metal thing that i built <laughs> of the elizabeth tower yeah oh, sorry what did you just call it the elizabeth tower isn't it and big ben's the bell inside i i think you might actually be technically correct <laughs> but but everybody in the uk does okay blow the fuck out i get it is that true because i have never heard it called that i've never heard it called that I got scolded because I called the whole thing big ben and i know she's right oh the they ch- hang on the they changed part. they changed the name when did they change the name? In 2012. Yeah, I wasn't in the country. That's why I don't know. We we always called it Big Ben because it was called yeah. Big Ben apparently up until oh, 2012. Yeah, the, That's so what I thought. Reason, the only reason that I knew it was called the Elizabeth Tower is because, yeah, when I when I showed this to everybody, I was like, I'm going to build a little Big Ben. And everybody was like, um, it's called the Elizabeth Tower. And really? The bell is I had big no ben, idea. They renamed like, it in 2012. Yeah. So now I, yeah, I've been I was in the country the then. Tower. Like, I haven't paid attention to what's been going on in the country over the last few you years. So, so I did not know American that. Now. I was not in oh England when they did that. Wow. That's. <laughs> I'm still calling uh, it Big Ben. Fuck all of you. It is so yeah, Big Ben. Agreed. It's Big Ben. Fuck you. I built this guy. It was it was pretty simple. It took me like a half an hour, but apparently they have Star Wars ships by the same company that are okay. all laser cut metal ones. So that's, that's probably all right. If you're interested in doing one of these, they're super fun, and uh, you can make ships. Yeah. So from now on, so. everyone remember. Yeah. Ben the tower is never known as Big Ben. I'm sorry. Every English person that I know calls it fucking Big Ben and has called it Big Ben for the last 30 fucking ben years. Is, so Big go to Ben hell. is inside Elizabeth. Remember I'm well, that from now on. Okay, now we are going to a short break. When we come back, we'll be talking about the news. I'm sorry, that's just not an image I want. It's just, <laughs> a mind bleach. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Optional Podcast. You just heard the sounds of Super Smash Bros. Melee S-Tier OC Remix by Flickstyle and OA. It's that damn good. 
playing mostly fighting game music today for obvious reasons. And I think it's time for the news. Let's talk news. Guess what? Can Not we much talk news. about? Not Is much there news? news? Can Not we talk news. about this this beautiful feminine Hearthstone Absolutely. game that happened? So, so <laughs> there aren't. Holy shit. So there aren't all that many like pieces of super important crazy news, but. I really do want to talk about this because it does raise some interesting points and I'd like to discuss it. So there's an article on Daily Dot who are a bit hit and miss, but I think they're pretty much spot on on this one. It's called, This is exactly how not to run a women's esports tournament. Okay. And I will attempt to show you some of the, uh, some of the pieces on the screen right here of what they did with this tournament. It's very, uh, it's very uh, purple. It's very pink the the set that you can see right here is what really got me this is okay so they had the, a female only hearthstone tournament in china and they set this thing up they used they had big pictures of the rainbow card back in the background because of course you know women only like pretty things they dressed them all up in identical white dresses put them on these incredibly uncomfortable looking stools and these little white tablecloth things White computer monitors. Oh, it's lovely. It's, I mean, to some degree, I've so kind of got to admire weird. the amount of work that went into it, but holy crap. And th this article is like, this is not the way to do a, a female-only esports tournament. <laughs> and I <laughs> agree. I tend to agree. <laughs> I tend to agree with that. <laughs> I tend to oh agree with that. And this uh, person right here who's saying uh, not more feminism crap. I don't need your subscription. Goodbye. Anyway, so back to the point. All right. So there are there's there's been a discussion and this has been brought up again as a result of this tournament as to what do you do with esports versus traditional sports? Because traditional sports, it's already pretty much set up, right? It's all set up in the sense of there are male competitors and there are female competitors and they do not mix. Yep. And why? Because there are plenty of physical reasons not to. Uh, the competition is obviously not going to work because, you know, one gender is biologically... What's, what's I'm trying... I'm not going to say biologically superior because they'll kill me. I'm, I'm trying to say this the right way. I'm with you so far, TB. You, you get what I'm talking about, right? It, one has a biological advantage over the other. Different, yeah? different bodies hormonally build muscle better than the other. Yes, like, that's, that's pretty much There are just aspects in which our bodies grow and mature that makes it so that physical competition is not necessarily on an evil, 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 an evil even playing, playing field most of the time. Evil. Yeah, so that that's a that's a pretty major problem in regular sports, and they solved it by segregating the genders. You know, it's as simple as that. Anyway. Esports. Now, the discussion has come up time and time and time again when it comes to esports because esports is male dominated in a major, major, major way. Like, the female esports scene is almost non existent in many ways. And female competitors, especially on the high level, are very, very rare. So, the discussion is why is that? And should we have tournaments just for women and there's a couple of arguments around that one of them is which i don't necessarily agree with but there may be some truth to it but i still don't agree with it right now is that maybe it's possible that female players can't play at the highest level as well as men maybe that's a possibility 
But the more acceptable argument, which I would actually agree with, is right now we have a problem with female representation. So what we're going to do is we're going to make female-only tournaments to encourage more female competition. Right. Yeah. And the debate that has been going on for years, this has been going on in StarCraft since like 2010 as well, in particular, is do you are female-only tournaments demeaning to female competitors because are they essentially saying they can't compete with the men? Some people even make the argument like you should always have mixed tournaments. It's not fair to exclude people based on their gender. And then other people are like, well, no, it helps. It helps get females into the scene. It helps females like be comfortable in a competitive environment. And then others are saying, no, it's it's insulting. It's demeaning. Lots of arguments. So opening up to right. the floor, what the hell do you think about it? Um, I mean, I think part of the problem as well is uh, is that teams are not necessarily scouting for female players most of the time. Very rarely are teams actually like like Hafu's on Cloud Nine. I think she's yes. the only woman on Cloud Nine. Yeah. I like very very rarely do I see teams looking to pick up skilled female players, and that's a lot of the times the way that players wind up in those tournaments i can it give a like... little example with starcraft uh, starcraft had a period where almost every sort of american team and uh, and a couple of european teams as well were picking up sort of like a token female player who was right and the the holy grail was if we as a team can get a female player up to the level of the male players and actually have it be competitive then we are going to get a lot of positive publicity for doing that right a lot of teams tried um, I think the only team that I, I I wouldn't count Acer because Acer is the team that Scarlet currently plays on. She's semi-retired now, but the thing is, she came in. It wasn't Acer that trained her to be that good. She came in that good, and she was hired right. by Acer as a result because she was right. one of the best foreigners ever for StarCraft Two. But the the team that got closest for StarCraft Two was probably Root. They had a player called Miss Spite, and the mm -hmm. idea was, you know, I think she was low masters at the time that they get her to, I don't. Know, uh, go up to a grandmaster level and actually compete and unfortunately that that didn't really work out she was a reasonably popular streamer for a while and she's good but mm -hmm. she never got to that level right i don't for me like i think anybody who is in a tournament should have earned their place in that tournament regardless right mm -hmm. um i i do feel like there is a problem where women in general are intimidated to to be like playing in a tournament that way and be singled out as like oh the girl in the tournament awesome you know but at the same time i i don't think that women should be involved in the tournament unless they are going to be playing at the level that everybody else is does that make sense like i don't i don't want them to be pulling in women to have a token woman there <laughs> Yeah. But what about want, what about women only tournaments? I I understand the idea behind women only tournaments and yet at the same time I feel like segregating men and women is not necessarily uh backtracking us but not helping us move forward either. It's just it's it's creating yet another situation in which it feels like, well, women need to be put over here, you know, like like go over here and have your tournament and then we'll have the legitimate tournaments, you know, 
that's uh i mean if i want to bring wrestling back into it for a second and that's been a problem with wwe for ages and i know that's not a real sport but recently something that's happened in wwe which is one of the most exciting things that's happened in there for a while is that they brought up a bunch of female wrestlers from the nxt developmental division uh, which is like its own show and is amazing by the way it's my favorite thing to watch they brought them up to the main roster and they had stephanie mcmahon the daughter of vince mcmahon introduce them and basically say i want there's a revolution going on in women's sports right now and i want it here in wwe and i'm how i'm going to do it is i'm going to bring these uh three women from like a group that people are calling the four horsewomen uh, we're going to bring three of them up and we're going to create three factions and we're going to make this division competitive again. And it's the best thing that's happened there for years. Like, it's right. fantastic. But up until that point, it was obvious that the Divas division, I fucking hate that name, the Divas division that they call it, was clearly yeah. on a lower tier to everything else. And it was regarded as a lower tier and a sideshow and nothing but that. Right. And I, I, I feel that's, that's kind of like the same sort of problem. But I think there are definitely arguments in favor of doing it. And let's not pretend, please, guys. And I know people like to get really defensive about this. And what I'm also going to say is this is not the majority by any stretch of the imagination. Let's not pretend that competitive gaming doesn't have a history of a minority of people being hostile to women. Absolutely. Yeah. You need only go into any Twitch chat to see that. There is a minority of fucking assholes that are being dicks to women. And we've heard of plenty of stories, unfortunately, from tournaments of that happening. I personally haven't gone to a tournament where that's happened. But StarCraft has so few female players that I feel like it's almost a non-issue. Plus, honestly, StarCraft tournaments are generally a little bit nicer, really, to everybody. Mm-hmm. and yes people like to make the argument but it's hostile to everyone i'm sorry but it's not it is hostile to everybody but it is more hostile to women it really is i i'm, I'm sorry like go into any twitch chat you'll see that you re- you will it's you can't deny it it's right there and i know it's not everybody it's not even close to being everybody it's a fucking horrible vocal minority but it exists you know, it is extra hostile. And maybe that is counterbalanced by the fact that people are more protective of women as well. Oh, absolutely. Right. You know, there's a, also a bunch of people who are more protective of women and will do more for women in competitive gaming. I do think it's gotten better. And I, I think this is yet another situation that's going to take time. Um, and in that way, I'm not sure, like, what we can do now to, like, to create a situation where it's more normalized. But I feel like over time, the more that, that women get involved in tournaments, it's going to seem less and less like, Oh my God, grill, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Oh my, Oh my God, grill basically like sums everything up. And it's, it's because obviously the vast majority of people that watch competitive gaming are male and there's plenty of younger, stupid or socially awkward people that watch it and they're in the minority, but sorry, they are. Oh, and I know people like, oh, but they're hostile to everybody. Yes, but there are degrees of hostility. Like, it's not just on or off. Uh, there, and I think... I, I, it happens. Sorry. It's real. It really is real. And I, don't, I, I, I do get a little annoyed by watching people deny it. It's like, come on, guys. We know this is an issue. I think it's also... Um, I, think, I think something that is 
consistently irritating is that the hostility is typically about their looks. Like it's not, it's, it's not, it's not allowing like their abilities to speak for themselves. It's like, Oh, well she's not hot, (laughs) you know? And it's like, she doesn't need to be hot. It's whether or not she's good at the game. And when that comes up constantly, like whether or not the girl is hot, I think that's a problem. Yes. I want to jump in here as, I mean, like, I just have a question. Um, clearly you are a far better person to speak on this than I am. But I, my question to both of you, since you seem to have very strong opinions on this, is a devil's advocate question. Sure. Um, what happens to the community if there is a larger female presence, but that larger female presence doesn't beat the male competitors? Does it hurt the community then that is already, as you've said, and I agree, pretty standard like anti-women gamer in this world? Um, Who I want to, again, stress that is the minority. Agreed, Absolutely but they're vocal. The minority. They're very they're vocal, vocal, and they're, they're the loud. ones who are always yelling yeah. at people. So to them, seeing more women play, but if those women could not beat those men, I am curious if that then hurts the you know a, a woman's chance of being taken seriously in a co-ed competitive league if they aren't you know top tier winning all the time because right then eventually you, it becomes that sort like, of like would that give ammo to people yeah yeah and it becomes yeah, sort of that like a uh, Danica Patrick feeling where it's she's there she's in it but there's no one there who's like that's who I root for she just exists and I feel bad go like saying it like that but it's totally true that's sort of like She's in that world, and she's a celebrity in that world, but no one considers her an actual threat to the top of that. It's, like, it's the comparison, there. I think, between Danica Patrick and Ronda Rousey, isn't it? Because Ronda Rousey is dominant in UFC, which is you know, which doesn't have mm-hmm. intergender matches, you know, mm-hmm. and that I th- I feel like she's become a celebrity on the basis of that, and she's respected on the basis of that. Whereas Danica Patrick, I, I don't know much about NASCAR, but my understanding is that you know they don't have women only races in NASCAR, do they? they? That doesn't happen, no. right? But and Danica Patrick has not really won anything major and doesn't really place highly. I understand. I again I don't follow NASCAR. No, she all that doesn't. Much. She doesn't. But she's in it. And so she's become more of a celebrity based on being the woman who is in NASCAR. And so my my I mean my thought process is if they can have for now female tournaments that aren't the bullshit that we saw uh, when we started this, but are actually like, you know, if it isn't DX Racer sponsor, they're sitting in DX Racer chairs. They're just (laughs) normal gamers playing. I feel like the winners of that would have a much better, like that's a much better sell to the whole like, yeah, women are good, fucking good gamers too. That's a much easier sell to the general public. And so that's, and then you can have things like, what we saw with, uh, you know, the, the Women's World Cup or at the end. like High, Highest it, views of all time for the Women's World time. Cup. Yeah. I mean, it helps and, that America won it. I mean, you know, because if, if you want people that consume sports, then, you know, you want to get the American market on board. And, I mean, it's – I was about to say it's not like you guys can win at men's football, but I'm pretty sure you've beaten us and we are pretty salty about that, so I'm not going to mention that. But whatever the case <laughs> – 
like it, you know this whole idea that you know there are more people watching women's sports is true you know you've got more people mm. watching people like ronda rousey rest uh, wrestle what the hell am i talking about you will hopefully watch her wrestle at wrestlemania 32 which will be hilarious but anyway you yep. you you get more you know you get pe- more people watching her in ufc now you've got more people watching women's tennis i mean women's tennis has always been pretty popular right? mm. but don't put you know yes you do mixed doubles but don't you can never really put a woman against a man unfortunately in tennis they tried that you know, i'm pretty sure they put serena and venus williams against someone who wasn't even like top 200 and they got creamed unfortunately because that that's just unfortunately the physical reality of it but more people are starting to watch it so does it make more sense to establish a segregated female division and to continue to push that and say this is just as fun to watch maybe um kind of along the line of what jesse's saying maybe it's just important to have options um and to have those options not be farcical in nature like this this tournament that we started off with feels like a farce right (laughs) it doesn't feel like anything real like nobody's gonna look at the winner of this tournament and be like wow what a what a great hearthstone player because you're so distracted by the fact that it's just like what am i looking at but having more options of tournaments um that are all female all male both like who cares uh that that feel like they are serious and part of the gaming culture i think just having that that crossover eventually and slowly happen um is gonna be more effective because you can't normalize something by just like forcing it right things get normalized over time yeah that's something that that i've noticed uh, especially with evo and like getting more and more involved in like the the Blizzard sort of esports scene, more and more people are um, adding female casters to to their streams mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it's just one of those things that it's great to see, but you can also see the pushback from you know your your very vocal uh, asshole who's just like, ah, their voices are so high pitched and annoying. It's well, like- I, I also I feel like uh, what I've noticed every now and again is when you do get a female caster, the people are super critical, and yes, they're, re- hyper, they're, uh, they're pickier very, very, than very. they maybe would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with because a male. casters, casters, you are expecting to analyze, like be be very analytical and understand yep. the strategies, and like having them comment on it, they're going to be looking for. Yeah, like is is she as good as as this other guy that I know is really good? You yeah, know, <laughs> I, I saw I saw quite a lot of that with um, Zombie Grub, who is a who's the uh, other half of Base Trade TV, and she's the analyst on that, and she's very very good at it. But definitely towards the start, there was a lot of a sort of doubters. I suppose I don't think there's any. Uh, there's still some who are always going to be assholes, but she clearly knows what she's talking about. You know, there's no right. no real but, doubt about that. But I think I think in that case. The, the what you're going to see is as you see more female casters more people are going to be totally cool with it but that's because they've reached like that's technically like i went from being very interested in this to now i'm telling you about it like i'm demonstrating how like much i know about this thing and how i'm in this world and so the assholes will eventually shut the hell up because oh shit she is fucking awesome right the the trans you would hope that that translated into well, now because there are prominent women in this scene, the gaming prominent women would be able to like not suffer that same thing. But it again goes back to my initial question, which is if they can't beat the men, they're still gonna have a rough time in that world because right. 
Like, it's, if they're thrown in there and they can't win, it's just going to make – I. I'm afraid it would make things worse. It's because then it's people be really like, "Oh, here comes difficult. X." And no, no, no. It's really difficult. I mean, uh, Hafu is probably you know probably one of the best female pro gamers I've ever seen. She stopped mm -hmm. playing in tournaments, and a lot of that comes down to the amount of hate she got in Twitch chat and harassment. Like, and I'm not talking about being critical of play. I'm talking about like obviously horrible stuff that's being sent like directly her way. And the problem is, right. if you don't have people like Hafu who are that good then who do you have to look up to when it comes to female pro gamers and things like that? You know, who, who do you have to put on that pedestal and say, this person is just as good? Because right. you're right, you don't have that many people. You, you really don't. And breaking into that is very, very difficult. There's a lot of resistance that you have to break through. And I mean, there's all sorts of social issues surrounding that as well, you know? I'm sorry, but girls aren't generally not encouraged to be pro gamers. I mean, men barely are, but women. Yeah. I mean, Tell by me their peers. It. I mean, by their peers in particular. You know, you 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 go to your. Uh, I mean, you probably get away with a dodger because you hang around with the right kind of people. But you know, regular sort of uh, regular female goes to her friends. <laughs> and, yeah, I really want to get into pro gaming, and they're probably like, "What is like a booth babe or whatever?" Like, no, I want to. I want to play this game like ten hours a day. Uh, she'd be ostracized, most likely, unfortunately. That and there are a lot of social pressures involved with that. Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, I I don't know what the solution is. I I don't. I really don't. I think obviously not having tournaments like this one that Daily Dot pointed out would be a good start. Right. Certainly, that would be a good start. But I don't exactly know what the solution is overall. I'm I mean, you would, you would think the solution would be co-ed tournaments and that, you know, the, as women players and men players, everyone just accepts the fact that it's co-ed and everyone's cool. And the women players, unfortunately, like all of history, just keep pounding at it over and over again, even though they're being yelled at and screamed at and eventually break through. That's literally the only way it's worked any other time in history. So, like, yeah. you would think that would that would be the answer, but that is a shitty fucking answer. That is like the worst possible answer, but it's the only thing that I know has ever worked before. Yeah, so it's you've, like, you've yes, got to be sure. able to deal right. with a certain amount of persistence trash over talk. time. You've got to mm -hmm. be able to deal with a certain amount of heckling if you are a pro in anything. Yeah. It sucks, but it's true. But I think there's a degree of it that for some people is just like beyond tolerable, and it right. does get real. You know, there are some people who are creepy as fuck and really really nasty unpleasant people that absolutely will go after people in the worst possible way and some of them will do it just because it's a woman and that's really fucking sad um, yeah and, and then hearthstone's a great example of things going really badly as well because there was an issue a while ago with someone who you might know called magic amy she mm -hmm. seemed really, really great. Incredible players. Like, oh, God, finally. You know, there's another person outside of Harfu who is competing uh, and actually beating uh, male players. Turned out she was just on camera. Her boyfriend or partner was the one doing the playing. It's like, fuck, yeah. every time something like that happens, that, oh, it, that yeah. sets everybody back. It sets back. us back. Because, like, I pretty much every girl that I know that's super good at a game and streams it has had somebody who has been like out to catch them at cheating. Yeah. Like, because they're just like, I know that you have somebody else playing for you. Or like, I know that this isn't your real account. You know, and it's just like, what are you talking about? Like, 
oh, it's yeah. So, you can it's thank so Magic Amy for the most part for that. Like, yeah, yeah when things like that happen, I'm like, no, you're you're like, I mean, yes, this person who's who's trying who's spending like hours of their life trying to prove that you're not a real gamer, like that person's shitty too. But it's situations like this that create that yeah. mindset of like, I bet she's not even actually good at this game. But she's pretending. Some to people get just need any it's excuse. Like, God. I mean, that's one of those things that it 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 really is horrifically unfortunate. Because someone in chat was like, League has a lot of really prominent uh, female players, and immediately afterwards, some of the comments were like, "Yeah, it also has a lot of people who like are women who play League, and it's them like dancing on stream while League is in the background." Like. There's yeah. so much like oh, let's not get nonsense. back into that. I mean, Dodger remembers the like two hours of arguing I had with Sky and everything about I that. I do. That was fun. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh shit! I watched that. TB, I watched that whole thing. It was. Me too. Did you, did you <laughs> enjoy it? Did you Everyone enjoy watched it? that. That was great. But it's one of those things where it's like, this is. If you are looking for fodder, if you're a guy who is looking for fodder to be like well, women only place here, you don't need to concern yourself with the women who are there to fucking kick ass and play games. You're, you just go, well, X, Y, and Z over here, they're doing this, and thus I can negate all women who play. Yeah, it and, I, and, sucks, I've, already, it, yeah, and I've already so pulled the argument that doesn't make any sense at all, you know. It's, oh, it doesn't, it but it absolutely doesn't, sense doesn't, doesn't need to be made here because... <laughs> no, of course not. Of course not. So. And even, like, like for me, I I've routinely feel terrible about how bad I am at games because I'm like, I am such a bad representative... Of my gender, which but I shouldn't have to be. You're not right? a representative like, of your gender. I'm not a representative like, of mine. My entire gender. <laughs> Nobody like, looks at me fucking up I and like say, "God, you are a bad male gamer." No. <laughs> I'll claim to be. Just call me a bad gamer. Gender. Thank you very much. Uh, just it sucks, but like I, I def, I feel that way all the time. Where I'm like, God, if only I was really good at just one game, <laughs> just, just one. But visual novels. I mean, you can tolerate them. Most of us can't even manage that. I'm all right at uh, Towerfall. I'm all right at that game. So Here's the one thing I learned mm. this week. Uh, I'm not I thought it was. I thought I always thought I was like one of the worst video game players ever. I learned I'm not. Turns out that article that keep, people kept posting about like how most bad gamers are the ones who harass women the most. Oh, I read Since that. Since that's yeah. not me, I, they're clearly worse than me, so I am not as bad as them. Fuck Basic you, science. A, Can't argue with I'm, science. There we go. Debate over. Study. That was science. That's su proven scientific fact. I'm better than most people on the internet. So there's one thing I'd like to bring up, and th this kind of goes back to the topic of, right, if you're going to run female esports tournaments, how do you get people interested in watching them beyond o OMG Grill, right? How do you do that? Mm -hmm. Well, I think it, it, it comes down to, a, and this is actually really difficult to, to establish, is why do people watch Hearthstone tournaments? And what draws more people to watch Hearthstone tournaments? Because every you know, there's tons of Hearthstone tournaments. There's random podunk Hearthstone tournaments that nobody watches. But why do people watch the big ones? Because they have the big famous players in them and they're promoted by the big famous people, the big personalities within the scene. And yeah. then you've got to say, okay, what famous personalities can we get to play in a female Hearthstone tournament? And you're going to be very low on numbers. Unless yeah. you do a legitimate, like, it's a celebrity kind of casual Hearthstone tournament. Like, you get all, all the big female streamers, not just Hearthstone streamers, just big female streamers in general. And then you get them together. But if you want to establish an actual pro scene... The way that you're going to get people interested in that beyond mere curiosity is you're going to have to establish 
a set of good personalities that really interest people that also happen to be female programmers. That's fucking difficult to do. I mean, even becoming a popular male personality in Hearthstone is really hard. You know, mm-hmm. look at like uh, who are the top streamers. I mean, we can go on right now and look at who are the to- top streamers. There's there's literally about ten people that will get really good numbers. Amaz is one of them. You know, you've got Amaz, you've got Harfu who who is really like the only top female Hearthstone streamer. I guess you can probably count Legendary Leah, but she's a little smaller. And then you've got your your sort of top male players like Trump, like yeah, Trump. Yeah, fuck Trump. <laughs> Fuck you, Trump. You, yeah, you've got Trump, you've got Raynard, <laughs> you've got Forsen, you've got a lesser degree Wreckful, and you, you've got a few others. And there's, there's basically like a cabal of 10 that are sort of really sort of popular that can bring people into the stream. And then you've got to do the same thing, but you've got to do that with female players. That's really difficult. That's really difficult. You've got to get them on the level where they're entertaining to watch, but you also have to make them... Uh, well, not make them. They have to make themselves interesting enough, interesting enough personalities. Because that really is like what all about. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah. Am I still here? <laughs> there you, you are, are now. Yay! Okay. <laughs> Yet again. Uh, it's all right. I'm plugged into the surge protector this time. Last time was not. I don't think it'll, uh, surge protectors won't help. If the lightning hits this house, then we're fucked anyway. But. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, it's. God damn it. Hmm. It's it's so difficult to do. Uh some someone uh, made a suggestion of a sort of a uh, mixed Archon tournament. And the way that they kind of That'd be uh, awesome. That'd be really great actually. For either like StarCraft 2 which has the Archon mode or the Archon Hearthstone uh which is basically a team league format. And you could, what you could do is you could have teams who would get female pro gamers, and then you'd have the you know the female pro gamers going up against the female programmers in a team format, right. which probably makes a bit more sense, and it gives them the kind of exposure that they might need. So that might work, but it's it's a mountain to climb. You know there I are so, like, so many different factors. I feel like in the end, it's it's going to be like we were saying before. And it's going to be like every other thing that that women have tried to do throughout history. And we're going to need to just like try and fail, try and fail, try and fail, try and fail. And then eventually someone, hopefully a, a lot of them, are going to climb that mountain and become like a representative that inspires other people to climb the mountain. And then yep. and then it'll like over time, it'll become normalized and it won't be an issue. one. We just need one woman player to kick the shit out of every male player and make them look awful. And then the, the, everything changes after that. We just need the one. Yeah, but that's... So that, just, so we just, having somebody get to that level is so, so very difficult. Which means we well, need like, more female gamers to just be like, fuck it, let's play. Like, I just want to go nuts on this shit. Look, we need more women gamers. I'm willing to help of course. every every woman I can play video Do you need help? I'll come over to your house and help he's you He's terrible. He's, don't take any advice. He doesn't know what he's I doing. I will call me. Call me. He's not even good at heroes. He thinks he's good at heroes. <laughs> I hope you get better. He literally hired an entire team to make him look better. You know? I try. I try so well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's all about demographics as well, because you know, as much as people like to bring up this ridiculous stat, it's like, oh, well, you know, there's... It's like almost 50-50. No, it's 
not when we're, we're not talking about core games here you know all of the core games the vast majority of players are male that's the fucking reality of it like if you look at every game all over the world which includes all of the social games and gambling online and things like that then yes there are a lot of female gamers but they're not playing starcraft they're not playing hearthstone they're not playing league right. of legends or counter-strike they're playing and i'm sorry but this is statistically true they're playing farmville you know that and that sucks and i i don't know how the hell you change that i don't know it's time it's time i honestly feel that way god that seems like a whole other effing like question i would love to just have a sociologist on just someone who could be like here because when you look at it like you're gonna all right you, if you want a proper discussion you need 10 sociologists and then you get oh, 30 yeah. different ideas you know but like when you look at games like uh work like world of warcraft for example there are a ton of women players but mm -hmm. they are disproportionately in world of warcraft doing everything but like arenas and stuff like that well, because that's alts, a very social game thing. it's about yeah, it's, it's, it's a very social game i mean that became a chat room a long time ago and even then there are there are they're still outnumbered uh, quite significantly and i wish oh, i need i need to do like a study i've always said i just need to start doing video game studies yeah and it's nowhere near as easy as oh just have four female video game characters right okay can you tell me the percentage of female players versus male for bayonetta because or dead or alive because i imagine they're still pretty damn heavily outnumbered or indeed games that you know because you, you're going to make the sexualization argument now and i'm like well one uh last time i checked like, all women gamers are certainly not prudes. It's like, oh my, she's showing her elbow. How dreadful. The vapors, the vapors. I'm fairly sure that's not happening. But even games where there's none of that, you're still going to be outnumbered. Because and it comes down to game style. You know, it's, it's the actual genre itself. And I can't explain that. I, I don't know but, why it is that certain genres attract certain uh, genders and some don't. I mean, it's also... It's it's also like whether or not people wind up with the opportunity to experience that game. Like the only reason that I love fighting games is because I played fighting games with my brother. Yeah. You know, and if I hadn't when I was younger, I might not be in interested them. in yeah. them at all. Yeah. But I just wound up in a situation where like that's all that I played with my brother. Sure. You know. Yeah. So this is parents. Parents, force your kids to play video games. Start them now. <laughs> That's the solution. If you're watching and you have a kid, start them now. Because we got, we have a generation to change. Get to work. It's your fucking problem now. Yeah. Done. Solved I, it. I'd love to have a solution. I think, it, I think it's already happening. It. Because like pretty much, I mean, I don't, I don't know any girls that are like my niece's age that haven't grown up playing games of some sort, mm. you know? So I, I honestly do think it's just like like watching the next generation and the next generation and the next generation grow up like with games just being normal yeah. for everybody is gonna make a huge difference it's just that you know it it just takes time it's, it's maybe not it's not happening as fast as some people want it to but the problem is if you want it to happen faster and then you try and force it then it could actually end up making things worse so. well it causes it causes more it just causes more tension and more people making dumb arguments and feeling defensive. Like you have to just, I mean, you have to speak up when you think that things are shitty. Obviously yes. you can't so, just like be like, ah, it'll fix, it'll fix itself. But like, you know, be, be aware that things aren't going to change overnight. Mm. Yeah. And don't do <laughs> female tournaments the way that these guys did to female tournaments oh for God. God's sake. Don't it do was this sponsored. Shit. 
It was sponsored by DX, DX Racer, Racer and they DX put them Racer on the fucking stools. Yeah, it's just they wouldn't even let them sit on a proper chair. What the fuck, guys? Come on. How is that possible? Oh, oh god. That's also I'm sure that's also an entirely awful cultural thing that is a whole other it level of stuff we'll never Yeah, I'm I'm not even gonna comment on that. You know, there, there might yeah. be something there. I will. Maybe. I don't even need to know about it to comment. <laughs> I come on shit I don't know what about all the time. Uh -huh. Trust me. Oh my. So, onto another topic that I think we can all agree on, that Worms World Party Remastered is a piece of shit. Oh, good. You know, we were talking about remasters, I think, last week with Maggie, weren't we? Like, that mm -hmm. came up in conversation. I think we were talking about God of War, for the most part. Yeah. And I think the conclusion... Well, Maggie's not a huge fan of remasters, I know that. But I think that, you know, God of War 3 Remastered is a pretty good remaster. Worms World Party Remastered is dog shit oh my how do you fuck that up so they promise on the steam page like one of their features is this game is now in 1080p 60 so it's not like really old and you know slow mm -hmm. my my computer can't run it at 60 fps really it can't get there it can't do it and, and that's a 1080p if i go higher if i go like to 2560 it runs at about 35 it's it's worms. It's fucking worms. It just runs awfully. And not to mention that, but they, they barely remastered anything. You go into the menus. The menus are in 640 by 480. Like, they stretch across the entire screen. They're fucking terrible. And it literally has to reload the game to change the resolution to go into game. And it runs like ass. They're like, oh, we, uh, yeah, we totally, uh, fixed the, fixed the... We remastered the audio, guys. I'm like, I can't tell the difference. Maybe it's slightly cleaner. But that's about it. That's basically all they did. They don't even have proper online mode. They've got Wormnet, which has one server based in England and is 15-year-old technology. Nobody is on it, so nobody plays. And, oh, by the way, don't even try to stream this thing because it shows your IP publicly. Like, it literally displays your fucking IP right there. What? <laughs> uh, yeah, I know it sounds a little bit specific, but... Like, this is 2015 when Twitch exists. You should know you should never show an IP in game like that. Ever. Like, that that's a really stupid thing to do. But, oh, it's it's an awful remaster. Awful. It's not even a remaster. They basically changed the resolution around, shoved it on Steam for $15, and said, hey, it's a remaster, guys. It fucking isn't. But it's I know, like... Terrible. It's terrible. I, I get people have fond memories of some of the older Worms games, but was there anyone who was like, I need this shit remastered? Well, <laughs> no, because anyone that wanted to play that played Armageddon. So what happened with Armageddon is that they hired, like, two guys onto the team who were, like, modders, and they continually updated Armageddon. And it still has, like, a tournament scene, and the new version of Armageddon, which is all free patches, by the way, you don't have to rebuy a new version of the game, is really good and runs just fine. But World Party, they're asking you to pay for it, and it's bollocks, it's worse than Armageddon. It's terrible. Absolutely terrible. See, normally I would say I, until today, I would have said I don't understand the remaster. I've never been a fan of remasters. But then when they're talking about KOTOR stuff, now I'm like, I can't wait for remasters. I love Yeah, remasters. but this is, the, KOTOR, the, the, so the, there's an update for those who don't know. KOTOR 2, Knights of the Old Republic 2, just got an update, a big update that gives like high resolution support up to 5K. It integrates the, through the workshop, I believe, it integrates the restored content mod. Like, they're working, the dev team is working directly with the restored content, guys. It puts in controller support. 
it fixes all of the resolution finally. problems that that game had. It's got all sorts of additions, oh, and that's a free fixing patch. Everything. That's a free patch. It's got Steam Workshop support and everything now. It's coming to Mac and Steam OS. It, I mean, and that's a free fucking patch for a game that's what I mean. That's got to be about ten years old now, right? Give or take. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. That was what three sixty Xbox three sixty. I think so. Like one of the first ones. Uh, yeah, I mean, Kotor 1 was on 360 and PC. Yeah, but uh, Kotor 2 just got some serious updates. I probably will play that game again now because I absolutely loved that game. I still think that's way better than Kotor 1. Way better. Even with the missing content, it's way better. I don't know that I would agree with you, but to each his own. <laughs> I, 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 I I've had the same more. argument time and time again. Like I view <laughs> yeah. like Kotor 1 is the stereotypical good versus evil Star Wars story. Kotor 2 actually has some nuance to it. That's why I like it. It's got some nuanced characters. You're not really sure what's good and what isn't. There's a lot of shades of gray going on there. The writing's a lot better. I think. I thought Kotor 2 was 360. Everyone's saying maybe the first one was original Xbox. Are you sure they're both original Xbox, you nerds? In uh, chat? They were, yeah, they were both on original Xbox. Jesus. Yeah, they were, yeah so why, is... why did I think they were on 360? They weren't on 360. Yeah, they were both on original I don't, Xbox. I don't remember the original Xbox. I, like, that was so long ago. Oh I, never, I never owned one. So, but yeah, they, they, I mean, they were one of the killer. That was one of the killer apps for Xbox. Yeah, man. Correctly. That's when Bioware could, like, they did no wrong. They pounded out like everything they made was like, oh shit, Jade Empire. That was my jam. I love that Empire's game. Jade Empire was great. Love it. Yeah, man. Absolutely love day. it. I mean, obviously, Kodo Two was by Obsidian and had the typical Obsidian problem of Obsidian never gets enough time. So uh, I don't really know what's going on with that. So they, you know, they ended up with Kodo Two was basically unfinished, which is sad. But yeah, the restored content mod is gonna be up on. I think it's up on the workshop now. I'm not sure, but. Yeah, they worked with the restored restored content mod to have their their mod up on the workshop on day one. Apparently, yeah, great. That's, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I should probably reinstall that now. That's been a huge complaint of people for years. That game is unplayable, and now that it is back, mm. a lot of happy people. Yep, very much so. Very much so. I'm trying to think if there's anything else, but yeah, don't buy remastered fucking worms. It's terrible. Oh. God, it's awful. Isn't Journey remastered out today as well? Uh, PS4? PS4 yeah. version of Journey? Yeah. I think so. I believe so. I saw the... Might every time I look at those... Every time I look at the screenshots and the videos and stuff, That's I just gorgeous. fall instantly in love with that game again and need it's to go wonderful. buy it now. I think if you own one, you own the other, or is it just backwards compatible? I'm not sure. I, I heard something about that, but I'm not going to say it on stream in front of 16,000 people and be wrong. So I've been wrong too much today I will. already. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, hell, I'd rebuy that. I, that get, I mean, another playthrough of Journey would be wonderful. So good. Yeah. Mm. Well. <laughs> yes. Mm, quite. Yes. Oh, deception! People are mentioning Deception Four. Runs thirty FPS. It's bullshit. Godzilla's bullshit. Godzilla's fucking terrible. Oh like... man, you were so excited about Deception too. Mm. I, I, it's like, oh, well, you've, you've ported from Vita. Surely, you know, with the power on the PlayStation 4, you'll be able to get it running at 60. No! The fuck was that? Oh, it was one of the pins coming out of my... Uh, no! Sound, one of my soundproofing things off coming off the wall. Okay, this, this the entire office uh -oh. is just going to fall to pieces. You just, it's, Guarantee you're it. You're crumbling now. Crumbling. Yep, it's all, all falling apart. Godzilla's <laughs> terrible. 
You know why? You don't have a robe on right now. You have jinxed yourself. Yeah, it's my it's fault. All it's like, fact. I'm going to be dressed fault. today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fact. I, on I only drank one bottle of cider. That was the mistake. I need a few more to deal with this shit. Keep going. Keep going. Mm. You're not done yet. God, it's all falling to pieces. It's all falling to pieces. All right. Let's wrap it up with releases, shall we? Yeah. Let's do that. Uh, yeah, I do. I. It's really short this time. Trust me. Right, cool. I'm not lying Great. about it this time. I know I say every time, yeah, we totally have the time, and then we evidently don't. But there you go. There's the release list. It's it's not not incredible. Okay. Uh, all right. So we're going up until the 27th. Yeah, that's super mm -hmm. short. Okay. Well, Yasai Ninja. Uh, Yasai Ninja. So if you want that, because oh, it looks really good. Fucking 2015's goddamn guys of the wolf is what that is. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, the other game that's out today is called Icy in all caps. What is it? Looks like the a post-apocalyptic winter kind. I try survival RPG. Oh, it's another survival game. Okay. Icy, icy, icy. It was on Narr uh, narrative-driven post-apocalyptic survival thing. Yeah, that's interesting. It's yeah, a lot of it seems to be like kind of menu-driven. I actually might play this. It, it looks. It reminds me a little bit of things like King King of Dragon Pass and stuff like that. Huh. Okay. All right. Uh, on the twenty third, we have Olympia Rising, which is another side-scrolling uh, retro-style RPG. It looks Yay! like. It. <laughs> Yay! Yay! It looks cool though. <sighs> I like the aesthetic a lot. Okay. Uh, we also have Feist. F E I S T. Speaking of aesthetic, this is like Limbo with color. This one. It's got the whole, really? it's all a very uh, silhouette based. And I'm not really sure what yeah. the creature you play is, but it terrifies me. So. Also, it looks like it has a little string behind it. Like, uh. Hmm. Interesting. What's, like a puppet? What is this game? Yeah, I don't uh, know. Looks, uh. Huh. Okay. It, it, it's definitely striking. No doubt about that. Looks, yeah. Looks interesting. All right. Uh, next up is the Talos Principle Road to Gehenna. I believe that's the DLC for Talos Principle, if I recall correctly. Yep. yep. Cool. That, that is a great, great game if you like first-person puzzle games. Uh, Transcendence. What are what are you, Transcendence? I am always suspicious of anything called Transcendence. There's a, like are that there, sounds are there lots way... of things called Transcendence. There's like there's like a, there was a movie called Transcendence that wasn't very good. There's a book called Transcendence. In fact, I think there's been several movies called that. It's a sort of top-down open-world space adventure thingy. By the looks of it, it is. It's an updated game because it says this game existed originally May 1995, and they remade it hmm. for a new version. Really, I have personally never heard of it. Not there you go. Interesting. Uh, next up is a. I feel like this was on our list from last week. Better late than dead. It's that survival game where you're on an island. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it better late than back. dead. Apparently, it was comes late. out of early access on the 23rd. Ah, okay. Better late than dead. Indeed. <laughs> uh, and finally, on the 23rd, we have blues and bullets. This looks interesting. So this is for the most part. It's it's very film noir esque. And for the most part, it's done in grayscale with the occasional splash of red. Uh, I mean, it gives me some film noir uh, so, and, and L.A. noir as well kind of vibes. It's episodic. I know that. As mm -hmm. to 
you, you can get them broiled shootouts and things like that. I'm not exactly sure what it is. I mean, it does seem sort of a bit Telltale-esque, but apparently it also has some actual like gameplay elements shooting involved but i don't really know what in what what is up with it i don't have a clue like i looked at the trailers and it looked great but it didn't really elucidate on the game mechanics all that much mm. it's looks cool like, looking it is one of the first kind of m-rated episodic games that i've seen oh man i'm a thousand percent in then yeah so if it's kind of gritty noir then i definitely yeah. want to check it out it looks like there's some investigation involved in it there's some sh there's some kind of third person shooter gameplay involved in it, so it's and there's some QTEs as well. Yeah, huh? Looks kind of neat. Uh, July twenty fourth. The first one on this is already out. It's called Nico Through the Dream. It's that like all white landscape puzzle, first person puzzle game. Okay, I, I'm gonna blame Chris entirely for this. Like Chris was panicking because apparently he's getting on a plane tomorrow. He's like, oh god, I forgot about the podcast. I'm like, yeah, thanks, Chris. So it's probably yeah. His Probably is both. Yeah, that game's already out, so yes. I don't know if it's good or not. That. User review says positive, so I guess it's aight. Mm -hmm. uh, and Close Your Eyes is the other game on the 24th. It is a super indie kind of horror game? Oh, I don't yeah. even know what. I'm watching the trailer, and I'm trying to... It's... Oh, the art style is kind apparently, of cool. But this is wrong as well, because apparently this is available in three weeks. So this entire release list we just gave you was complete bullshit. So I'll that out. <laughs> well, we'll still say the last one. The last <laughs> one on the 27th is a game called Abducted. Okay. That may or may not actually come out on the 27th. <laughs> Let's find out. When is this one coming out? Is this... Abducted. Yep, this one is coming out on the 27th. Abducted by aliens and taken Perfect. thousands of light years from home. You have one ultimate goal, escape, but you have so many unanswered questions. Yeah, it's a sort of puzzle adventure looking thing by the looks of it. A deep conversation system that lets you interactively solve puzzles and get clues and things. Okay. It's Damn. currently in early access, but there are no reviews for it, so... Uh, I think it's launching in early access in July the 27th, oh, that's, that's why. Oh, that is what it looks like, yeah. Yeah, it's always You're unclear, because right. it's like, hey, early access, but it's not available yet. It's like, yeah, you have release yeah. dates for early access games now, which oh, I... Oh, good. Okay. Of, I don't know, something about me that rubs me the wrong way. Yeah, so also there's one thing we should mention that came out today that apparently has like gone really horribly wrong, which is Tembo the Badass Elephant, which is oh, that Game shit. Freak game that's coming out. Side-scrolling, you are a commando elephant. They apparently accidentally uploaded the demo version as opposed to the real thing, and it's oh, broken nice. and unplayable on launch. So oh, no. they've taken it off sale, so we don't know when that's coming back yet. But they screwed that one up. That sucks. Yep, that so sucks. no Tembo the Badass Elephant for you quite yet. Thank you very much. That's kind of about it. Mm. Not too much then. Not too much exciting stuff going on. Yeah. All right, well, I suppose we're going to wrap the show up then. That seems like a good idea at this yeah. point. So, Dodger, what is coming up in your channel this week? Hello, everybody. I'm Dodger. You can find me at youtube.com slash continue. I play visual novels and dating sims, although the last few videos have all been like real life stuff. Uh, I oh, did... yeah, you've got your panel from Anime Expo up, I believe. My panel from Anime Expo is up. Uh, I did a summer 2015 anime season first impression video where I talk about the first episodes of like 15 different anime. So it's a long video. Um, my one cup of fighties just went up my first impressions video of fighties. So if you wanted to see that game and whether or not it's interesting, there's that. 
might play a gay orc dating sim. I don't know. Just, uh, just the thing you do, you know. Just yeah, just for lols. So that's that's I don't know. That's my shtick. I I I do a lot of that. So also I stream a few times a week on twitch.tv slash dexterity bonus and on all the social medias you can find me at dexbonus, D E X B O N U S. Thank you guys so much for watching. Jesse, what's going up? I just had the realization it's weird that we promote ourselves by hey there, I'm gonna tell you about me at the end of a show. Because by now they've already really learned about it, all they need to know whether they're going to watch us or not. So it's very strange to me. But I would you like that. us to change that around, like the I start of every metal show? Clock towers. <laughs> found that out today. Yeah, they learned everything they're ever going to need to know about you. At this point, they're like, I mean, I don't fucking watch this asshole. So uh, <laughs> I would say thank you for watching. And if you want to see more, you can go to YouTube.com/slash Jesse Cox, and I do. All sorts of crap over there. But I would say more importantly, for my own mental egoness, subscribe to twitch.tv slash Shabuzi. We are 199 away from access to all 50 emotes. I want all 50 emotes. I want them so badly, you have no clue. I just want to have my emotes all over Twitch. Awful emotes everywhere. And uh, they that's, are pretty that's the bad. game plan. Pretty they bad. So good. And uh, yeah, so that's that's pretty much that. And uh, at Jesse Cox on the Tweetster. Find me at youtube.com slash cynicalbrit. Newest video that went up today at the time of us going live was Holy Potatoes Weapon Shop. Tomorrow you will get to see the wonderful, wonderful, terrible, racist vegetable action simulator. It's <laughs> just... God. Oh, you have to suffer with me, guys. You really... Yasai Ninja. Oh, what a what a horrible thing yes i ninja is yeah so you gotta see that and i'll be doing a bunch of other stuff this week i'll most likely be doing something on the new hearthstone uh barroom brawl thingy tavern brawl that's what they call it yeah i think that comes out on wednesday so i'll probably do something about that as well be doing a bunch of content hopefully on some releases there's not really a lot in terms of releases so i'll be going back through the stuff that's up there i mean i want to have a look at interstellaria that kind of looks interesting and a few other things like that. And there may be a couple of streams as well. And I would like to let people know that there probably isn't going to be a show next week, is there? Because I think, are you flying out Monday, Jesse? I leave Tuesday afternoon. Tuesday afternoon. Okay, well, we can't have a show then. So there will no be no show on the 28th. And I guess probably not the week after that either, because we're actually going to be at CoxCon, right? Well, we'll or film. I mean, if, if you guys are cool, when we do a co-optional thing at CoxCon, we'll film it. And then I can just give you that to upload. Yeah, that probably makes sense. We'll we'll film cool. like some of the co-optional because uh, we're going to do a co-optional sort of Q&A podcasty thingy at CoxCon. We'll film it and upload it to YouTube, I guess. Bam. Bam. That seems Done. like the way to Bam. go. Yeah. So just making you aware of that. I don't. CoxCon is not streamed, right? Nope, it's all being recorded, but it won't be streamed. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, streaming is not easy, <laughs> especially not from a convention center nope. like that. So, yeah, that's how it's going to be, folks. That is how it's going to be. We will record that stuff and we'll get it up for you, but there will be no show. Well, there'll be no podcast next week. I mean, I think I get on the plane the day after, so I'll probably be, like, packing and sorting things out as well anyway. And I, pr I don't know when Dodge is flying over, but probably around that time too, so... Yeah, we're uh, kind of busy, I'm afraid. I apologize. It's con season. It is. Stuff's all Absolutely, nuts. yeah. I mean, we've got we got DragonCon coming up as well, which we will all be at. 
and we'll actually be that's doing in it. september so yeah we are i believe we are booked in to do the podcast from dragon con so yeah again don't know if that'll be streamed i'm not sure if dragon con's set up for that but if they're not again we'll record it in some way we'll figure it out for you and i think that is about it so thank you very much for watching the show ladies and gentlemen uh, please do check out our channels and go and follow us of course on twitter if you wish or don't that's okay as well i'm fine with that actually you know, if you just want to unfollow me on Twitter, that that would probably make me feel better. You can follow me instead. Yeah, follow, all follow. I do is all caps about anime. Yeah, she, she, Enjoy. she tolerates it somehow. I don't know how. <laughs> she she manages it. Little... I don't acknowledge you unless you send me pictures of Robot Dodger. So if anyone <laughs> finds more pictures of little baby Robot Dodger, you let me know. I want to start a collection of just pictures of that character and just create captions. And we're like, Dodger goes on an adventure. This is a little robot. I want that so badly. Oh, dear. Yep. Uh, thank you for watching the Co-Optional Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Go follow my new Steam curator. It goes by the name of the Framerate Police. A lot of people are really upset about it, and that's great. That is just great. Damn, damn it. I am so happy. <laughs> Goodbye!